0: We're recording. This is in progress now,
1: as you can just hear. Uh, The subject property, if applicable, applicable has been posted, and the adjoining property owners have been noticed. Um, Because this is theoretically a Zoom, well, really isn't a Zoom meeting, but it's kind of a hybrid. Zoom contact and Zoom monitoring is available. We typically will know that because one calls in, it's all, uh, participation is also available for people who actually use the phone, but they can listen only, if there is anyone on Zoom, please, we'd appreciate it if you use the mute button so that we don't need to hear the dog in the background, door slamming, what have you. Um, and other than that, I'd appreciate it also if your cell phones are all off or silenced. With that, I'd like to call to order the July 7th meeting of the Route County Planning Commission. Sarah, if you would be so kind, let's call the roll. Okay, Steve Warren
2: T. Yes. Brian Kelly. Yes. Andrew Bitchman. Here.
1: Bill Norris.
2: Here. Ben Yeager. Sorry. Uh, Linda Miller. Here. June Franchot.
1: Paul Weiss. Here. And Redmark. Here. For the record, we have a quorum. Um, thank you. Public comment at this point in time anyone who wishes to address the commissioners on any topic that is not on the agenda for the evening, now would be the time to do so.
0: Makes sense there's no one there
1: for that, so we'll just move on to the next item. Approval of the minutes from June 2nd, 2022. I'll expect that. Commissioners have all had the opportunity to read, read the minutes. Any comments, any corrections, deletions, additions, what have you? <clears throat> Hearing none, might there be a motion to approve the minutes? And will we will reapprove the minutes from June 2nd, 2022. Thank you, Ryan. Second. Thank you, Ren. All those in favor, please signify <clears throat> by saying yes. yes.
3: Yes. I'm assuming there's no one
1: opposing, so we'll move on to the next item of consideration. Bergenstein bed and breakfast conditional use permit activity number PL20220026. Typically, the way we start this, we like to hear and see the petitioner and present us with a brief narrative. So I'm guessing the gentleman in the last row is probably Mr. Burgess. I'm James Burgess. If you could,
0: well, oh, yeah,
1: use the podium. It's much more
0: official looking. <laughs> uh, this is my
1: <laughs> wife, Rita. She's John Weinberg's. um We've had a house just west of town. I'm sure you
0: have all went to pack it across from Sleeping Giant School. And we raised our kids there. We both lived and worked
1: in steamboats for a long time. And then uh, eventually we. A house in Wyoming, which is off grid and, and uh, far from the road. And so, we'd like to still use this. We'd like to have a bed and breakfast. We'd like to rent it some. You we know, don't want a full time roommate long term. We've rented it long term in the past, which was a little bit of a nightmare. So, that's, that's our drive, and our son lives in.
0: Steamboat Two now, and he's got two little kids, so we're spending a lot more time. That's the gist of it. If um, okay, you have questions or would like me to elaborate,
1: right. Um, any commissioners have questions directly for the petitioner at this point? I have a
2: question, just based on some of the information we have. Um it, it looks like you have a barn.
0: We've, we've got a rescue
1: uh, garage or the bary studio.
2: And it's referred to, I think, in that's where I have confused is whoever did the um is it northwest consultants? Yeah, Northwest consultants referred to it as a barn. That's incorrect. Okay, that's what I was trying to yeah. understand. In Travis this. he labeled that incorrect. Okay, so that is the garage of the cottage. Yeah. Yeah. and does it have the extra two bedrooms in it? Like no, said no, no. the barn. No. Okay, great, thank you.
1: I had the same question. <laughs> uh, one step further though, our phone maps has a round men or a corral. Yeah, I saw the barn, that's ground pit. It all makes sense. That's, yeah, you <laughs> have a or an outfit going on here. We, uh, so I built that
0: in 1991,
1: and uh, we skipped our horses there, you know, because
0: we're trying to keep it from falling down, you know, when Heritage
1: Park went in, and Steamboat 2 there. You know, horses got run through the fences by some dogs from a neighbor,
0: a distant neighbor um, that were getting out and he didn't know about it. So that was, you know, that's kind of where our questioning situation is there. Gotcha. We, we might keep an old horse there occasionally,
4: just for our <laughs>
1: That uh, maybe the uh, bed and breakfast customers were going there. No, so that's no, no, there's no two separate commercial or question.
4: Here. I don't know if we'll even have a list there. We could have
0: imagined right spot for
1: it. Yes, your application notes that there's five bedrooms and three and a half baths. The uh Route County Assessors information states that the house has three bedrooms, two and a half baths. Um, from your application, I noted that the additional bedrooms are on the lower level. Were they built at the time that the house was built, or was that part of an additional later? That no, I mean, was maybe a year after the house was built. Okay.
5: Should be noted
1: that the application, you know, the assessor's office should be updated along with. If this, if this permit is <clears throat> as it so happens, the assessor gave us an 11
0: hour condition to add. Um, that said, yeah, so the very bottom point, as you can
1: see on the screen, um, the assessor wants to be permitted to inspect the property prior and commencing the operation to update the property. Should be noted when we get applications for review, we like send referral to the assessor's office. When we get applications, any land use
2: changes so that they are aware um, but they take a step further with the condition
0: that they are suggesting. Well.
1: So that's a normal course of events. The condition typically is not correct, uh, but <clears throat> uh, giving them
0: uh, a courtesy notice when we get a land use application uh, so they are aware of the address and very good reasons. Um, staff comments. Um, we don't have too many specific
1: comments on this. Um, it's a bed and breakfast, and as we all know, the it's not the same as a as an airbnb generally. Short term rentals aren't allowed in the county, um, but they are uh, they require an owner or a manager to be a full time resident on the site. Um, they don't allow hotel type amenities like making them
0: anything more
1: like a, a single family home or having you know, facilities or public meal service. Um, the, the criteria generally allows no one more guest rooms and because it's a condition of use in the AFM district that's why my information has to be additional use permit uh, for it. Um, so we do have some recommendations on conditions of approval and they're generally um, they're, they're pretty general for, for most uses uh, separate, of
0: course. Of, the one that was added—they um, so already gotten uh, permits from CDOT and Firefall. Um, they update guest
1: capacity. There was some some concerns from building about how many people there are, how many rooms building, distance people. So that's that's why that condition was
0: added. Um, and then generally, um, their narrative kind of explains what they're doing um, at all points here and it's they're kind of just planning to operate 30 to 60 days a year um. Okay. Um,
1: can you go back to so it would be a specific condition number 20 was added to that Okay. So you know, I, I, I probably should have the number in here, but all the so all the general conditions I
0: like just for the first app report, because they apply to all permits, and then the specific conditions for this permit um, are these bullet points down here. It's point. Um, commissioners, questions for either staff or the petitioner. I have another question. That I'll ask
2: um, as I understood the bear, the, the trash receptacle, they're not necessarily bear proof trash cans, but they're in a fenced uh,
4: bear proof area. Is that how the trash is handled? Yeah. You want to answer
1: that? Yeah, go ahead. so we have a uh, it's, it's basically tight chain link dog kennel on four sides and on the top, mm-hmm. and uh, it's bear tested and bear
4: proofed, it's got all kinds of pull marks, and they've
1: been on top of it around in 20 years. There's never been a bear. And so it, it apparently meets the request. request it. This is CPW who requested it be a bear proof trash maintenance. Yeah, and that's something we require as well. Right. that was one of the general
0: conditions. But and it's uh, been determined that this is
4: adequate, yes. Okay. High, you're referring to general conditions.
2: Like, number nine doesn't really say whether this is an inner agency, yeah,
1: shall be stored to prevent wildlife intrusion. You know, I think it's the key statement there. Yeah, that that, that condition
2: was altered to address,
0: okay. yeah, it sounded good. I just didn't know what, it meant. what we were saying it was supposed to. Anyone else? <clears throat> Um, my sense is that absent or absent questions, the questions
1: around table duties required and necessary at this point in time.
0: So, with that, sure, entertain mm-hmm. a motion to either approve disapprove. PL no.
1: 2022. Thank you. I'm sorry, yes uh public comment. Anyone from the public wish to comment on the petition?
0: Ma'am? I'm a petitioner, but I do have a comment. Surely. We have been working on this for probably three years at the very least. Uh, Chris Berkshire was originally lead person, so we had many meetings with
2: Chris, and then Then it came the pandemic and we almost lost interest completely in doing it, as you can imagine, and then then we resumed it, but um, we had put a lot of effort and
0: money in it because it took
2: a a complete, almost a complete overhaul, this leach field and the septic system, and this was all because we were aiming in this direction.
0: So, I
1: just want you to know it's not something we just thought of overnight. We understand. Thank you. Mr. Sure. Well, I close the public comment. Anyone else from the public? Hearing none, I'll close the public uh, comment portion. Mr. Norris, you were saying something? Yes, sir. Move to approve the commission. <laughs> number 2022. Two. 0026 back on written. General conditions 1 through 13 is written. Uh, specific conditions 14 through 19 and then 20 add on with Mike's word. Yes, we have a second. <clears throat> we have a motion and a second. Any discussion on the motion? Hearing none, all those in favor of the motion to approve, PL Two zero two two zero zero two six. please signify by saying yes. Yes. Opposed, yes. Yes. we say no. Chair votes yes. we, we
0: yes. Added condition.
1: We didn't get it. i would, that I was, was Sorry. Yeah, he was specifically me. We called it
0: number 20. Okay. Great. um You're good to go. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank good you, good. sir. It's time for consideration activity. There's actually three
1: PL 2022, 0029, 0027, and 0042. Um, Alan, I have a question. I don't know, is it important that we know which one is which, i.e., 20? I mean, I wrote down 29 as being lot line, but I don't think that's right. After that, uh, no, that, that is not correct. Um, is it important? I believe so. Mm-hmm. I Can you tell us which one is which? So if you refer to the cover of the staff reports, yeah, the activity numbers are labeled one, two, and three. Yes. And then the petition, the corresponding petitions are labeled one, two, and three. So, so that's the order in which uh, they appear? Got it, yeah. Yeah, so the, the PUD is 0029, the line adjustment is 0027, and the floodplain development permit is 0042. Oh, then it isn't in the order which they appear. They're not in chronological order, like absolutely numerical numerical they are labeled as such. Okay. Do we, can we make motions on one at a time, or can these be concurrent? Sometimes we've had to do three separate motions. I think we should do three separate. Um, Let me see how staff will direct. Us. Yeah, we have three. Because you got three. Yeah. Okay.
2: And that's how the stack works.
0: So one more time: two nine is the pud, and two seven is online. Yes.
1: Actually, the way it's written in the staff report is the PUD and the lot line adjustment could be one motion and the floodplain development permit could be a separate motion. Okay. One have to come before the other.
0: Um, oh, I, yeah. If I
1: were doing it, I'd probably do the PUD and the lot line adjustment first. We <clears throat> actually probably be do the lot line first, but and then. And then. But um, okay, I didn't mean to get a sidetrack here. Just through me, a curve. Um So, do we have someone representing the petitioner that would like to talk to us about the petition? Yes,
4: good
0: evening, Planning Commission. Thanks for having us. I'm Walter Gill with Four Point Surveying and Engineering. I'll try to share the screen here quite successfully. We've got the thirty-seven for a while. Okay. Um, first slide so we are here at uh, Snow Country Nursery. This
1: is a uh, city map here. Three three nine seven five is the nursery address, and that is kind of the uh, south lot that we show here in this map. So the current conditions are: there's two parcels here. There's a uh, five acre lot on the north side behind the Christian Center Church with accesses across Doherty Road. So, going back to this, that's the bridge that gets to the north side parcel on Doherty Road, that comes in, as I said, on Doherty Road. There's a secondary, the south parcel was 4.3 acres. It's current Snow Country Landscaping. Uh, Snow Country Landscaping has been in that location probably at least since 2011, uh, and maybe even before that, so I can check with Mitch on that. Surrounded by the Christian Center, they have their own access to US 40 for snow country. And the property is still owned as one property, there's two parcels, separate tax properties. They were purchased in 2018 by Mitch Clark, who's here, he's the owner of Snow Country Landscaping, uh, as well as the other parcel. So what's interesting about this parcel into your report is that this particular parcel was previously zoned PUD on the north half and conditional use on the south half. So it was a PUD with no uses.
0: So what do you propose to
1: do there? Well, you don't have any uses, so you have to do a new PUD. So something that the planning department didn't want to do, and these guys weren't part of that approval, but that's how this property exists out here. So that brings us to where we are today, and today we're trying to get the special use. That's all going on in snow country. Permitted on the snow country parcel. Subdivide the property in the east west direction. Shown here. Subdivide the property east west direction. This is kind of the uh, easterly bank of the Amber River here. And everything from the east bank to the east will be snow country in a 4.3 acre parcel. Everything to the west will be AF zoned in a five acre parcel. Uh, Getting us there, we have existing conditions, the Amber River, bisects the property from the north-south direction. Going back on the FEMA here, you can see there's this brown area here under LOMAR. That's the proposed building site because that's been raised, it's been approved by LOMAR in 2008, and it's outside the floodway. So that could be a residential build we get AF zoning over here. Special use is mostly in the floodplain, it's not in floodway, so that's what's currently going on with snow country there. Um, additional site photos this again is the flat end of the bridge. Oh, here, sorry. Uh, this is the end of the core trail down here with this crossbar, and this is the A frame that we talked about relocating onto, it's currently has a leach field, a septic field, which is the mounted system in this upper photo. And then this is the A-frame. And our proposal, we would get an out-of-district agreement for sanitary sewer to come down. Sanitary sewer would come down Doherty Lane. We would relocate over in this area, uh, relocate the A-frame in this area, connect that sanitary sewer through an easement on the Christian Center. What is out is the idea that we were gonna do a public restroom on Snow Country on this south end. There's no agreement to be had with the Christian Center, so we've just taken that off. We'll continue to have the employees use portal seasonally and have those regularly cleaned and maintained. A lot of talk on the trail connection plan that we're here tonight. And you know, we have proposed some ideas for the trail connection plan, which staff wrote about in their report. One of our proposals was to provide a 50 foot easement along the west side of what is lot one, the five acre parcel. So the trail can pick up where it ends currently, come across the bridge and use this, uh, use this west portion of it. The trail we're talking about is to Legacy Ranch, uh, staff, city city staff will talk to this about. But this trail has been on the books for a long time just an agreement. Um, but the trail to get to Legacy Ranch goes through wetlands, set a flood plan, not on flood plan, and requires two bridges at least. Uh, the trail typically with our flooding on the Amber River would be probably open mid-July, mid-June to late October.
5: Uh,
1: this trail, it's not really a transportation corridor, it just goes to Legacy Ranch as a proposal. Uh, the tra- trail is planned, crosses over the wellfield from Mount Moore water, and the city of Steamboat Springs. And there are no agreements in place with the South property owners for future trail easements. Now they haven't redeveloped, so staff hasn't had the ability to try to ask for these trail easements. Uh, Mr. Clark isn't really in favor of doing the trail through the center of his property for trespass reasons, as well as this trail really isn't anything but a map on paper. Uh, The city has put their efforts into a West Trail connection right now, Steamboat Ground Ranch, 700. So, um, we'll have a little bit of discussion, see where you guys want to go with that trail discussion. Currently, this is like the bank at the back side. the, uh, we did propose open space for the PUD and these are tree shopping areas. These areas have been for trees seasonally every year on the west side of the property. The current balloon launch activity would end if anybody decides to build a house on that portion. The existing bridge is a private bridge. It's HS 20 loaded, rated, and is used for access on that west side. There's an access there. Um, that access been going back to the Oregon Trail, well established access, but it's not established for utilities. So that required first out of district and then agreement with the Christian Center to get that utility as well. So, um, That's a large overview of the parcels. Uh, Staff has a good, complete packet for you, which you've already read, hopefully. And we're here for any questions as the night proceeds. Commissioner, any questions uh, for Mr. McGill at this point?
2: I just want to clarify that instead of the idea of running the quote trail along the boundary with the Christian Center and then along the 40, you are now saying the proposal of the petitioner is to use the bridge and run the trail on the west lot.
1: Thanks for that query. Those are both options. No, not to use our bridge. The city could put a bridge on their part of the trail to the north and then come down and come through our west side of our property. The county could come across where they currently are Across that access easement, Jordy Trail,
0: and then they could go down in the US 40 border.
1: And we've allowed that in South Parcel.
0: And they have an access easement on the Christian Center as well. Anyone else? Alan? Uh, yeah, let me get my presentation up there. Cool. All right, so tonight we are
1: here to consider the uh, several several applications for Snow country nursery, Uh, the first one being a conceptual slash final plane development. Uh, The second being a lot line adjustment, the third being the floodplain development permit planning commission will be making a recommendation to the board of county commissioners on these applications, and then we will be going through staff's recommendation and. Uh, conditions of approval. So, just to start off with a description of the site. So, the parcel A, this is the 4.3 acre parcel that is zoned PUD that has no PUD plan in place. To the south of it is parcel B, it's the five acre parcel that zoned agricultural forestry and Snow Country Nursery has been operating in the eastern portion of
4: that site since
1: 2011, and they do have a permit for that operation. Uh, This yellow line right here is the the city limit line. Uh, The core trail terminates at the north property line of parcel A. Uh, To the north of the property is uh, owned by Mount Werner to Mount Werner Water and Sanitation District to the West is the city of Steamboat Springs, to the south is Mount Warner, and then to the east is the Steamboat Springs Christian Center. And I do want to note that all of these properties are within the watershed protection zone for the city and Mount Warner's uh, wells and infiltration gallery. Uh, and as Mr. Middell said, Parsley is own PUD, but it has no PUD plan in place, so there are no allowed uses. That can, can take place. So, this parcel A was rezoned from agriculture forestry to plan unit development in 1995. But again, there was no PUD plan put in place. There have been several applications to get a PUD plan in place, but none of them have ever been finalized. Uh, in 2011, that permit was obtained for Snow Country to be able to operate on parcel B. In 2017, a conceptual PUD for mini storage was approved in 2018 the final PUD for that use was tabled pending the city's issuance of the watershed protection permit, which was never issued and the application was withdrawn. In, I think he said 2018, uh, Mitch Clark, who is the applicant, purchased the property from the previous landowner so uh and then uh last summer we received a complaint that snow country had expanded their operation onto parcel a which is the parcel zone pud and without the without that pud plan so a notice of violation was issued october 20th of last year and We are currently working through that with these applications. So here is, uh, so we're gonna go through the the different applications. So currently the the lot line runs east-west and Mr. Clark would amend that to do a lot line adjustment for it to run north-south on the east bank of the river. Uh, none of the, so lot one would be on the east side of the river and it would contain the, the landscape nursery. Lot two would be, would contain the river in the west side of the river and it would be sown agricultural forestry. Uh, none of the sizes will, would be changing in compliance with the lot line adjustment, uh, standards. And then again, the lot. To the zoned agriculture forestry lot one with be zoned PUD. So for the the PUD, there are the three tree storage areas, as Mr. McGill mentioned, along with the multiple structures, greenhouses, office, uh, the two res- proposed residences up here that are on the site. The hours of operation would be Monday through five, Monday through Friday, nine to five, Saturday and Sunday, nine to four. And then he has proposed 30 feet trail easements on the north, west, and east sides, but we will go into more detail on that in, in a moment. And then the floodplain development permit is to, is to address storage of items in the floodplain and to ensure that finished floor elevations of the structures meet the elevation requirements dictated by the regulations. So now I'm going to just kind of summarize the the comments from the referral agencies that we received. Um, Mount Werner, the applicant requested and received out of district sewer approval from Mount Werner Water uh, because the wastewater treatment plant is operated to the city. Now that must go in front of Steamboat Springs City Council for them to uh, finalize that approval. Uh, They also mentioned the need for a watershed protection permit because it is in that that protected zone. And then they also requested conditions of approval to help protect water quality that are included in the stack packet, and those conditions are the same as what are included on the permit that Snow Country currently operates under. Uh, The city of Steamboat Springs provided comments on the core trail. They did provide or confirm the comments about the out-of-district sewer approval, and then they also mentioned the watershed protection permit. Uh, CPW recommended bear resistant trash receptacles, wildlife friendly fencing, and then they requested to be involved in a holistic planning effort for the entire length of the core trail so that the entire alignment can be considered all at once for impacts to
0: to wildlife. And so now we're gonna talk about the core trail, which I think is where the bulk of
1: the conversation tonight is going to center around. Again, it terminates at the Northern property line approximately in this location. And the goal of the city is to extend the core trail to Legacy Ranch at the corner of highway 40 and 131. Uh, the core trails identified through the master plan process as an important community element for recreation and transportation. The applicant's proposal is a 30-foot easement along the the west, the north, and the east property lines. Um, And so currently, this is a road. It's not a trail, and there are no sidewalks that have been developed. In the past couple years, the Christian Center, they redeveloped and as part of that, they were required to install sidewalks in the the eastern portion of their property and these (laughs) proposed easements would connect in with the sidewalks that are at the Christian Center. Um, And then also proposed as a 30 foot easement on the west side of lot two in case uh, the trail does cross the river to, to that side. And one, some things to keep in mind is Mount Werner does not want the trail going through their property to the, to the south. And then the sidewalks on the church property do not, do not meet core trail standards. They're not as wide as the core trail is, and it would not be, the, the city views it as not being adequate for a core trail the type of uh, uh, use that it gets. And so the city's request is for a 20 foot easement to be located on the east bank of the river. Uh, this uh, configuration has been identified in the 2008 open space and trails master plan, as well as the 2019 parks recreation, open space and trails master plan. And from a long-range planning perspective and a safety perspective, this is the preferred alignment. Uh, there are many master plan and Steamboat Springs area community community plan policies that support trails and connections. Uh, this alignment would maintain the trail character that the the rest of the trail through the city has. It encourages separation of vehicles and pedestrians by minimizing the use of roads and driveway crossings coming off of the highway. And again, CPW did request a holistic planning effort to take place for the entire stretch of the trail. Uh, the city has said that they are willing to, deduct, to discuss constraints on the development of the core trail, and those are listed as A through F on this. And those constraints uh, dictate how and when the core trail is constructed. Uh, planning commission can require the city to do these things if it requires the easement along the river. Uh, you, can, you can require all of them. You can require none of them. It would be up to you to determine which one of these constraints would uh, be appropriate. And if this easement is required, a separate easement document would be drafted by the county attorney and would be recorded along with the plat and the P.D. plan, and would also be referenced on, the, on those two documents. And so here are the options that planning commission has tonight. Um, you could approve it as presented by the applicant without an easement along the river and just those easements along the northeast and west property lines. Um, And then option two would be to approve as presented with the 20-foot easement along the east side of the river and appropriate easement conditions. And that option is staff's recommendation. And then option three to table option four would be and that's all I have for now,
0: and I am open to questions. I would just clarify that it would be recommended to.
1: So the question I have, just to start things off a bit, and I agree with you, it occurs to me that the bulk of the conversation will take place on the core trail, so to speak. Um, looking at number eight and the way it's written. Dedicated easement of 20 feet. However, I guess what I'm gonna ask is the petitioner would have the use of that 20 feet until such point in time. Right. If in such a point in time, right, even okay. Which number I'm on page 18 on the stat packet. Yeah, stand stat packet,
0: and that's under the final PUD <coughs>
2: Oh, good. I'm sorry, this is number eight, but it's
1: number nine. Well, that's because I put a sticker over the nine and I can't read it. <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: That's okay. I was
1: looking
2: at it. It's so yeah. a treatment I thought. Yeah. Okay.
5: Before we go down the
1: eastman discussion, just housekeeping. This PUD, it was rezoned PUD from Act War Street with the uses for the mini storage. Uh, no, it was rezone PUD and then the PUD plan never got put in place. So the PUD plan process is uh, conceptual. That goes to planning commission and the board. And if that gets approved, then you move on to final. In 2017, the conceptual PUD for the mini storage was approved, but the final was never approved because the city did not issue that watershed protection permit. Considering there are no additional uses associated with PUD, why wasn't it, why wasn't it brought back to Ag Forestry? Uh, because that requires Just, consent of the landowner and the landowner never number one, to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that would be tough because then we would be rezoning something back to agriculture forestry where with a 35
4: acre minimum lot size, that is only 4.3 acres. So rezoning would automatically make it not Clients.
0: What additional development rights, single-family development rights, are associated with either of these two parcels? At the PUD? Uh, so
1: uses. P- but- so PUD. There's nothing unless there's a PUD plan in place. But the ag forestry that is single-family uses uh, all of the uses that are. Uh, by permit in the ag forestry zone districts. Their existing use is uh, permitted through there. So lot two could have a single family house? Uh, Yeah, the proposed lot two. And I think that is, I think that is their, their plan. And we've seen proposed houses. We've seen the mini storage. We've seen a couple of different, over the years, iterations of this And the mini storage I kind of felt was, it ran into the uh, watershed protection permit issue where we we as a board didn't see as much of an impact from mini storage as the city saw from potential flooding. And I think the city's concern was what is being stored in there. There's no way
4: to know what is being stored in there. gas, could be chemicals, could be all kinds of different
1: things that 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 was their concern.
0: Um, Last
5: question I have. We're going to discuss the the trail easement, but Mount Warner Water has gone on record stating they do not want the trail crossing their
1: property, which is contiguous to the south of lot one, correct? Correct. But that could change, their plans could change in the next, not to say that they are, but we're here to, there's a development proposal in front of us, and our goal is to get an easement in place through this process, so that if in the future plans do change, that easement
0: is in place and would allow the city to develop if they, if they were able to. Alan, this might be following along the lines, but- Steve was talking about. The 24
2: easement that is proposed along the river for the trail is one thing. What is, if anything, the uh, setback required from the river for this business to operate in? In other words, can they put nursery trees on the bank of the river? Or are they required to be back a certain distance from the river with their business operation?
1: Um, They are required to be set back a certain distance. And when I went out there two weeks ago, they, they were set back.
2: What is that distance?
1: It's 50 feet. Okay, so that's
2: the 50 foot they talk about in regards to basically all the business operation. So is the 20 foot proposed core trail easement Within the 50 feet, or are we really talking about pushing them to 70 feet?
0: Uh, it would be within that 50 foot. Okay.
2: So, in yeah. other words, they really.
1: But words in your mouth and think what you're trying to say. They that. can't when go up to the more. easement. Yeah, right.
2: They can't even go up to what would be the easement. They have 50 feet, and they that they have to be
0: behind. Okay. Other questions um are there other
1: landowner conflicts with future alignments i'm sure there are <laughs> i mean i, I, see, uh, I see mr mccarthur here and i think he has probably some valuable insight into the easement and it would be maybe worthwhile hearing what he has to say his opportunity
0: other questions for staff at this point if i have left yet so cdot
1: was okay with the intercept with the accesses correct um check checkbox. they said that there is an access permit for doherty road but there is not an access permit in place for the the nursery access and so that is a required condition to um, to gain that to obtain that
0: access permit
1: Okay. And in terms of the city of Steamboat Springs approving a, a connection to the sanitary sewer and water system, are there anticipations of issues there? I don't think so. I, I unfortunately cannot speak to that. Okay. Uh, maybe I think
0: Mr. Alfon with uh, health workers maybe he could speak to Why don't I just open up the public? And when we should address the public, public I'll be the judge.
1: Uh, good evening, ben, My name is Craig Robinson, I work for of the city's Parks and Recreation Department. And my title there is the Parks, Open Space, and Trails Manager. So, my role there is to implement our Parks Recreation Master Plan as it applies to Parks, Open Space, and Trails. And uh, tonight, I'm representing
3: staff and uh, discussions that we've had with the city administration. On the desires and wishes for this trail easement that we're talking about today. Speaking to the
1: master plans, um, Alan Village has spoken uh, about a lot of the points that I made to them. And these master plans are 20 plus years of community vision and input for the community's desire to see the Yap River Core Trail expand in both directions, both out to Steamboat 2 and out to the Legacy Ranch and follow the, the River Corridor. Uh, it's part of the greater Yampa River Trail, which you may have heard about from the Flat Tops all the way to Dinosaur. It's not going to be a separate trail all the way, much of that is on the road. But the city of Steamboat Springs committed efforts at the time to go this core trail and planned this corridor along the river within these destinations I'm talking about.
3: Um, so, as I mentioned, Steamboat 2 and Legacy, um, uh, Legacy Ranch, there was a flat referral alignment. And it's important to note that these visions really do take a lot of time. We're just now talking about trying to get the core trail to Steamboat 2. And it's actually kind of a sidewalk. It's not necessarily the upriver core trail as it goes from the bowling alley to the KOA. We're building a sidewalk and then some trail connections through city property, through the KOA, under the highway, and into a future
1: trail system in the subdivision that's envisioned for the grounds ranch. So <clears throat> um,
3: same thing with the the southern direction, as we go further south, um, we have been very opportunistic as far as how the city is able to acquire easements
1: and work in, in knocking off, uh, trying to achieve our trails master plan. And again, it's not just in the Upper River Court Trail, we have trails in our neighborhood systems, linking schools, parks, and uh, the community to all these different key aspects and areas. So it's important to note that a lot of these easements are given to the city,
3: by willing participants through our process, or if they're identified in our trails master plan, they are supported through planning efforts through city uh, planning commission and city council, where then the developer of those then is required to build those systems.
1: So if it was within city limits, it was of similar requirements. So design, build, and maintain, in some cases, some of these trails. That's not all we're talking about in this situation.
3: We've had a lot of positive discussions with the applicant and adjacent property owners. And again, it's important to note that these things do take time. Um, whereas
1: uh, you know today there may be some uh, not a lot of support or some not some
3: support moving forward. Uh, there have been examples in the past with the existing core trails we see it today, where someone was strictly opposed to having a core trail with their
1: property, and within a couple of years he changed his mind and the core trail is what as it goes west through So back to a point that was made.
3: Uh conditions change, the lines change, and this is a long-term vision of what we're trying to accomplish. This is just one piece of the puzzle to get us going in that
1: direction. Um, I guess as far as some of those changes or uh, conditions that were mentioned and the city did discuss, I just wanted to point out that the city has never purchased easements, and we have not done any combination
3: by trails to date. So that's, that's something we could talk about. Um, if the city were to do this, there are some funds available for the 2A Trails Committee, which was a tax pass in the city's two of famous Springs for trail development, and the Core Trail South was
1: one of the trails identified. So a fair market appraised value could be used to purchase that easement if that was a um, condition that was thought to be appropriate. One of the challenges I guess with that is once you purchase an easement, you actually order it in perpetuity. So, I guess the question would be how does that impact some of the other points that are made uh, as far as timelines and ability to act on that? So, um, timelines may or may not be realistic as far as 15 years identified.
4: We've had this master plan 20 plus years for both going to Steamboat 2 and to go south, and we're still not there yet. So, I'd be a
3: little hesitant to say that 15 years is a realistic timeline. I'd love to see it tomorrow,
1: but I'm not in charge of the city's purse, the strings, and we don't have to things that's a place, but you're going to take some time to negotiate. <coughs> um, it was mentioned to work with Colorado Parks and Wildlife. We have done that. We do that with all of our trail development in these days, and uh, there's a, a new uh, commitment to partner with them. And we have talked about uh, different alignments with that over time as well. So I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that's not a concern, that's something we can work with. We're certainly willing to work with all landowners to talk about opportunities and how we can achieve this community vision and get the trail out there. And again, uh, just wanted to reiterate again that this what what is uh, whatever concerns you're here today, we may be able to work through those to get the trail further out to the final destination for the West and South. So there was a lot of discussion. You might have some follow-up questions for me. I'm not sure how it works with this planning commission, but uh, We're pretty informal, I mean I have a couple of questions for you and and I allow for the fact that you may or may not be in a position to answer the question, but maybe you've got a sense, Sure. there are six conditions um, listed under condition number nine that talk about the city purchasing the city shall not act on easement until all easements are in place. The city shall not act on the easement until funding is in place. The city shall construct the trail at its expense. The city shall construct fencing and or natural barriers. I'm assuming also at its expense. And if not act upon in 15 years, the easement shall be void. That strikes me, I mean, I don't know how you feel. Are those conditions just totally unrealistic in your opinion? Um, I mean, to me, I, I view this as a, it's a future issue. Yeah, it's not gonna happen tomorrow, but I'm just trying to figure out, is this a problem for the city? Is it Again, I think we did talk about some of these uh, as opportunities to achieve this vision. Um, I, I guess you know, I can't speak to the city's commitment willingness to make that purchase. And uh, as it moves forward to the planning commission, if there is different, actually uh, planning commissioners, I'm sorry, the board commissioners. Um, if I'll have to come back with a different uh, more information from city administration. Um, some people in discussions were concerned that, let's just say we can't get out to the ranch and there's a, uh, a different terminus. Would it be possible to build the trail or would there be a willingness to build the trail halfway, for example? I, I, I can't, it's hard to speak. Right. Right. As far as the fence, defense, we've done that in the past. We have worked with, with property owners to help mitigate uh, concerns about trespass. So that is something that
3: hasn't happened in the past. Uh, the cost and the expense of going the trail, the city is prepared for that as well. Again, the timeline time 15
1: years. 15 years go by fast, I'm sorry to say. Um, so I, I think uh, the city could act on it if easements were in place. They just have to find the funding, which could be another challenge depending on what the economic conditions right at the time. There was a previous easement discussed many years ago and uh this uh, city council was not ready to commit the funding needed at that time. There was two bridges involved, which uh, kind of almost essentially doubled the cost of the project. Uh, so the preferred alignment today is on between the river and highway 40, which we're talking about today. Now there are some challenges to get out there. I acknowledge that, and I would look forward to future discussions
0: between myself and the city administration with those <coughs> property owners to see if that vision could be achieved. Any you know questions? Craig, does the city that owns the land just do less and contiguous to this
1: to parcel on the west side? Are there any plan long-term plans for that large parcel that runs all the way north? That is part of uh, there's conserved land there and then it the city's infiltration gallery. So there is an infiltration gallery plan for that, that
0: area. I'm not quite sure of the plans and what the space they're in. But there is an issue for that. Any other questions? Thank you, sir. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Good evening, Ed MacArthur, Jason Landover. I'm going to put a little
1: bit of history to this. Years ago, Chris Wilson came to me. I was the owner of the property that Mount Warner currently has, and I was the adjacent owner to what Mitch is asking for. A couple of things I comment on. I'm fully in support of what Mitch is doing, so the adjacent landowner, I, I support that. Um, about five years ago, we came to an agreement with Mount Warner to sell them 17 acres of the ground out of our uh, holdings, and they put a well, a, a new infiltration gallery on that last summer. That made them the contiguous owner for. Adjacent owners to what Mitch is asking for
4: today. Uh,
1: years ago, Chris and I discussed trying to figure out a way to get a trail across our property and get it onto the Lakes Ranch. We looked at multiple different directions to go, whether to go out to the highway,
3: whether to go to the middle, or whether to go along the backside of the property. What Craig described was a proposal that we came to an agreement that we made that the city would go across the river prior to Mitch's his current piece of property get onto their property, follow along the back, cross the river twice, and I was
1: going to give them an easement to go across the very back of my property along the railroad tracks.
4: Um,
1: I think we got pretty far along with that. We had all the conditions done. It was a pretty uh, agreement. But the city didn't act on it, and in turn, they didn't want to put that trail there. Um, that being said, um, we've made new plans since that time since they decided not to put the trail there. Uh, the thing was never acted on. We now don't have an, uh, any desire to have that trail go across the back of our property. We had done a boom house back there and really don't want the trail right next to our house.
3: Um, so we've talked additionally about they could still go across the front of the property. They could stay on their property on the, on the west side, follow their property up, get
1: on to the Chuck Lewis parcel and find their way from that point on. There are other ways to get this thing done. Um, I don't, con- Mount Warner now controls the piece of property that they're adjacent to. If you were to say that this was okay to put this easement on bench, that dead ends on the Mount Warner's property. It just creates another dead end of which Mitch and the rest of us have had to deal with with people coming out to the end of that trail. There's nothing to stop them from wandering off on everybody's private property, and they have, and they do, I think Mitch made a perfect by now. Just creates another problem. So let's say that Mount Warner agrees 10 years down the road to extend the trail again out to my piece of property. Now we have another dead end with no way for anybody to get back turned around out there. And just to kind of inform you a little bit more about the Mount Warner sale, we came to an agreement when we put the sale together that we would not subdivide our property. It currently has the ability to have two homes on it. So we're, we don't, we can't come back with our agreement with Mount Warner. And say that we want to subdivide our property into some other thing that then
3: allows the city to say well you're going to get a trail through here what happens is this trail comes out dead ends on my property at my property comes across Mount Morris in some sort of offense condition
1: and we just have another dead end that's not going to go anywhere now Craig is right I might die somebody else gets a piece of property and they come in and say hey we're all about having a trail about our property you can make your own conclusions as to whether somebody buys that property, they want it, a, a bisecting trail coming right to the their property. I'm against
3: it. There's other ways that they can get this done. Uh, I'm not opposed to working with them on other ideas, but to put that east from where they're talking about along the river, I don't think that's going anywhere. Malware is not going to, well, they're, he's right. They could
1: change their mind and do it. I'm not going to change my mind and do it. My kids probably have my property. They probably would change their mind and do it. So we just have a trail that goes no place. Into the bad spot, so um, I, I think there's better ways to do this than putting an easement across the middle of this thing and subjecting that to some future problem. We have to do. I guess before you sit, can you can you go to that screen and show me exactly where you're at and what you do? That, uh, uh, well, isn't that nice? <laughs> so I own this piece right here. So, D bar is here. Yep. Um, the stars ranch is here. The legacy ranch is here.
0: So, what
1: Chris and I have worked on in the past, I, I originally owned all of this property except for these three acres. So, this piece that's sectioned out now right here is what I sold in Mount more for the well. So, what we had talked about was coming across, across back here on the bridge. Come down their property, come over here. They would put two bridge crossings in, and then we were going to take a trail right along the backside into the railroad track and lake, and bring it on across, and then get it over to <clears throat> bridge the problem. So that was a discussion we had years ago. Uh, we had a pretty good agreement going at that point. The city decided they, they didn't want to fund it, didn't want to do it. Um, so now I'm this piece of property. So, to get from Mitch's, you come across here, then you have to come across Mount Warners down to here and figure out some way to get across my property at this point. Discussions have been had. You can go up here and you can come down the highway. I suppose you could if Mount to let you get to here. Um, I personally don't really
0: want that trail running right alongside my property right there. I see what benefit it brings to anybody that happens to live on any of those properties.
4: You
1: could bring it all the way down the highway that's that's an option that's available to whoever wants to do it there's there's a right of way out there in that trail So, or in my opinion it can come back in here and find its way back in here and get back to it's a great similar factor in the division wildlife have all their say on it they have a nice path all the way along the river the city owns this division wildlife has a lot of this parcel over here it seems to be like Thank you. I appreciate that. And do you have a dedicated easement at all along just west of the ski lake east of the railway? Right here? Yes. A uh, dedicated easement did you, dedicate, did you dedicate an easement to the city of Steamboat. No. The thing was never no. acted though. No. Yeah. So we, we never put an easement on We probably wouldn't be having this especially right now. We're still an easement, on it,
0: but there's not. And there won't be. Any other questions uh not for me anybody thank you thanks what question to the staff
1: the east Eastman that Stowe country is is, is the stated they would they would offer is that also in the right of uh, way? are you well, East of the highway or east riverbank, are you referring to? Uh, there's three easements that Mitch has offered up a small one on the north, a west uh, on contiguous to the city's property, and an east contiguous to this one right, right here. Forward. My question is, is it all also in the right of way? Uh, Walter, do you know? No,
0: it's not. The property line is the right of way. We're proposing an easement on the inside of our property along the right Now, wasn't there a discussion, though, about an easement along
1: the eastern bank of the river along the new proposed property line? Isn't that one of the discussions? Yes. That, yes. Yes. That's, yes. That's, yes. that was the city's request. That, that is the, the city's, city's sure. request. But not shown, that but not shown on, on that show. particular one. No, okay. I, I mean, this is. This is more of an accurate representation. So, the southern property line of the two parcels we're talking about right now is about right there. And this black, red, white line is
0: on the east bank of the, of the river, than what the, the city is requesting. Does
5: anyone know how much Mount Water spent on the 70 acres, that <laughs> infiltration gallery? I absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to find
1: out.
0: <clears throat> Any other questions? Okay, carry on. Thank you. Come on. Good evening, um, commissioners. My name is uh, Frank Calfo.
1: I'm uh, the uh, general manager with uh, Mount Porter Water, and I've been uh, with the district since um, 2015. And um, before I talk about the, the topic tonight of the trial, I just wanted to say a few other words. Um, this proposal, uh, strictly speaking, from a um, sanitary sewer and operation standpoint, makes a lot of good sense for not only the city of Steamboat Springs um, residents, but county residents, which are also city's people Springs residents. Uh, the removal of that on-site wastewater uh, system with the leach field and the uh, septic tank, which is fairly old, uh, eliminates a potential contamination risk to the city's drinking water supply. Um, that city's drinking water supply, which our district manages could be, if there was a failure at the Fish Creek plant, the only source of water for the city. Uh, That's 13,000 people. So um, it's a substantial community benefit to have that wastewater system removed. Um, We're in the business of collecting wastewater, and we much uh, prefer it in a pipe as opposed to in the ground. So um, I I think that's uh, something that's important to think about as we kind of go through this.
3: The other thing I want to
1: mention is uh, Mitch Clark, who is your petitioner tonight, has been a very good neighbor for us as a district, as has Mr. MacArthur. Uh, When we were going through the construction of our infiltration gallery, we needed uh, many things, including access through Mitch's property, uh, working with him on construction, noise, uh, dust et etc. And and he did uh, everything within his power to accommodate us. So I wanted to go on the record and publicly thank him for that because it helped our project be uh, very successful. A um, couple of clarification items. Um, the process that we have to follow in order to provide Snow Country nursery sanitary sewer service is a little, is a little complicated. We have to, as a board, approve a resolution, which essentially states that we will offer the service in exchange for other items, which we are negotiating now with uh, Mr. Clark. Once that resolution is approved, and that resolution has not been approved yet, that will be taken up under consideration at the board of directors meeting on July 15th. Once that resolution is approved, We then execute what's called an out-of-district service agreement and put that in a a draft form, if you will. Both then the resolution and the out-of-district service agreement have to be presented to city council to uh, get their approval. And the reason that is is because we don't do any wastewater treatment. We simply do wastewater collection. And we have a separate intergovernmental agreement with the city of St. Springs to collect wastewater, and then the city treats that wastewater. So in order to expand our service area, which essentially this is what this is, we need consent approval of city council. So that city council approval is yet to be determined and or scheduled. That could be a couple months out, if you will. So um, I want to just
0: clarify how the process works. So that's what we're doing right now. The core path, um, essentially, if you wouldn't mind, how can you pull up that um, map,
1: the area, will have be great. Because I think it'd be easier for me if I kind of pointed this out. Um,
0: <clears throat> we did complete our infiltration gallery uh, this summer,
1: and the cost of that, uh, we're still finalizing it. We've got some uh, list items to do It's going to be about $3.5 million. Um, so that's an investment that not only the district participated, um, but part of it was a city reimbursement to the district Now most of the cost is the district because the infiltration gallery will be owned solely by the district, but that water that comes from that infiltration gallery must be treated at the plant, like the Wells plant in addition to the city's well. So we take the city's water, treat it, and take our water, treat it, put it out of the system. So that's a great picture. Um, basically, what you can see is this area here is the actual time of construction. Our infiltration gallery is approximately 800 feet long. It's two 6-inch pipes that are about 25 to 35 feet deep. And those just intercept the groundwater alluvial from coming from the upper river. And you can see, coincidentally, our path or I'm sorry, our gallery, is somewhat consistent with where the city is attending to put the core path or wants to put the core path. Um, that causes us, as you can imagine, great concern. And a couple of reasons why.
4: Um, if you want to just scroll down and go north, if you would.
0: Our existing other two galleries sit on this parcel here, um, and the cities
1: sit over here. We had to fence this in uh, many years ago because of a number of things. This path that essentially stops at Mitch's property. People get there, they meander around, they trespass, they do whatever they do in evenings. So that concerned us from a contamination standpoint. Plus these properties, both river place and majestic land, and it essentially became a dog park and a public park for these groups. So we had the fence that in. Um, so we kind of have a little bit of history of what happens if in fact, There's a path that is a dead end. And we see this uh, as kind of the same thing. And I say we, the board, I'm talking on behalf of the board. If you put an easement through there and a path that goes to nowhere, we foresee the fact that we're going to have to fence it in, we're going to have to patrol it, we may have to police it, and it's going to create what, in the board's opinion, is an undue risk for our infiltration gallery. Um so we're concerned about vandalism, we're concerned about contamination from people in there, we're concerned about um having to potentially fence that in. Um and we're also concerned about, to my earlier point, losing our continu- uh, continuity of operations if that gallery went down. Um so that's kind of if I if I would kind of summarize, that's kind of the position of the board and and yes we did go on record uh, to say this is our position but to back up that hasn't been officially approved yet it'll be taken up under consideration for the board at the july um, 15th meeting so the only other thing i'll mention is i'm here to 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 represent the district and represent the board but also hear what planning commissioners have to say what staff has to say to take back to our board meeting So that information could be
0: part of their discussion and ultimately their decision on how they want to move forward. With that, I'll open up to any questions.
2: I guess one of my concerns is, to be blunt, is the board going to hold this uh, removal of the septic and putting uh, the uh, Snow Country facility onto your system Uh, Are you going to hold it hostage depending on the decision on what to do on the court trail? And I'm not asking you personally but I'd say this is your board. Is your sense that the board is waiting for us to decide about the court trail and if they don't like the decision then fine, keep the leech field.
1: No, that's a a fair question and you're right, it's not my decision, it is the board's decision. And, And what our board decided at the last meeting of theirs, which was May 20th, was they wanted to come out with a position on this court path, because we've been talking about this court path for a long time. And and I thought it was prudent, as did the board, that they come out with their position, which is what we decided that to include that language in that resolution. Now, whether that is a deal breaker, that's totally a board decision. It's
0: not... um, could happen, that's the best I could give you as far as I answer. Any other questions? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes,
3: sir. Good evening, Chair and Commission. It's been a while since I've been in this room. My name is Chris Wilson. And I reside at 2920, after skiway, Steamboat Springs, Colorado, 80477. I'm here tonight as a concerned citizen. Um, I served uh, with the city as uh, originally trail <coughs> coordinator uh, when I first came to Steamboat in 1991, and uh, then was uh, Parks and Rec uh, Director for a number of years. Um, I uh, want to be brief on this. Uh, let's start with, I support uh, the staff's recommendation in your packet. Um, I also want to give you a little bit of history. I've been working on all the plans that you've talked uh, through uh, as an employee and then as a, an interested citizen. Uh, I first looked at the trailings back, uh, back uh, in winter uh, with Ed MacArthur and uh John Chidley on a snowmobile Uh, and we rode out looking at the the trail possibilities and John Chidley told me there's no way that we're ever going to get a trail out here and you ought to give it up. Um, I was glad they brought me back to my vehicle uh, so I didn't have to uh, walk through the snow to get back from that. Um, And I appreciate uh, the time that they took looking at that. Many... uh, community meetings, uh, long work, uh, and uh, Ed MacArthur and I still talking over time about this property. Uh, And uh, Ed and I uh, reached um, with Ed's initiative to the city uh, about a connection uh, to Legacy and how that would uh, extend the community's trail. Uh, The city uh, worked with Ed negotiated a five-year agreement, uh, as Ed points out. So the city had an easement um, that they could have built the trail on. They didn't move forward. And so as you tonight review and look at this, um, on the conditions, I think all those conditions uh, are fair game to be talked about. Um, I cautioned the time frame because um, staff, uh, can't commit to how the community may have the funding um, and the timing uh, to uh, get easements and then build a trail. As was pointed out by one of the commissioners, um, in your packet, uh, the applicant is allowed to use that uh, area where the easement would be for the trail trail that's been part of the long-term planning for over 20 years. Um, in the interim. So there's really no harm if it takes five years, 10 years, or 20 years planning uh, to uh, get this trail through. Um, I think the other thing that the question was concerned that uh, folks are going to say, well, uh, it's not going to happen in my time. Uh, I spent a lot of time working with the past owner. Uh, And uh, Mr. Doherty was not a pleasure to work with and we didn't get very far.
0: Uh,
3: Mitch on the other hand uh, has been uh, 180 degrees. He's been open Uh, as it shows on his plan. He's uh, uh, in agreement that we need easements. We're just uh, in kind of a a discussion about where those go. Um, I think it's important to look at the long range uh, of the plans. Um, community planning and long-range planning, although as an applicant, it often doesn't feel like a partnership, it certainly is. As applicants come to you and ask for things, PUDs, lot line adjustments, it's fair for the planning commission and board of commissioners to say, you're asking for these, we're asking for um, our land use uh, requirements, our PUD requirements, Uh, and our long range plans that include this trail and have for over 20 years. I go back to the issue that that Frank mentions, and I will plan to attend the July 15th board meeting. When the board talked about this with the applicant, Mitch, it wasn't public notice that this was going to be uh, something that trail advocates needed to be there and talk about. Um, If you look where the trail is and Frank mentioned, I was part of the negotiations with Mount Warner uh, for that trail. I was part of the discussion of the fencing, and it wasn't done after the fact. Uh, The fencing and the trail were part of the negotiations with Mount Warner. Mount Warner did build the fence because they wanted to protect it. um, And that was their choice to move forward. Uh, Yes, dead end trails um, are a problem. And I think, again, as Craig mentioned, uh, looking at that uh, uh, and how do we go forward, uh, probably could uh, do some better uh, enforcement in those things in the short term uh, for that. Long term, uh, Mount Warner said uh, right now that the condition, uh, certainly I don't believe that uh, the board would hold up uh, improving and removal of the leach fields, which are gonna be required through Planning Commission, I believe, as well as uh, the Board of Commissioners uh, to clean that up. Um, let's talk about Mount Warner. For years, Mount Warner has supported the core Trail. Fetcher Pond uh, was all Mount Warner property. They dedicated the property, worked together for building the pond, uh, retained uh, and built a service shed um, much of the core trail sits on top of Mount Horner's uh, sewer lines. Uh, the partnership between the city and Mount Warner is longstanding. Uh, the board, I don't believe, has been talked to in regards to options of the long term. Um, and I do believe that uh, through negotiations uh, that things change. As we've just heard here, um, landowner interests change. Land ownership changes. Uh, Jordan was looking at things and said, there's no way this is coming through. There were uh, discussions about extending the city limits and doing development. I think Mitch's plan is much better uh, for our community, creating that buffer uh, between, um, I believe uh, that long-term something can be uh, worked out. Uh, i disagree with uh, walter on this not being transportation Uh, within the uh, purchase of the legacy ranch uh, and the conservation of that property a loop trail uh, was part of the discussion Uh, that loop trail would take you up to uh, and give you access to haymaker as well as ed pointed out uh, chuck lewis so the long-range planning of trail locations and those things makes sense The short-term planning um, needs to happen with landowners, Mount Warner Water, and talk about where uh, the further extension may go that creates less impacts and solves problems that uh, Frank pointed out uh, for their concern as a landowner. All things that are done through the public process. Um, If we didn't have this public process of PUDs, lot line adjustments, planning commission reviewing those, as Craig pointed out, we wouldn't have sidewalks. We wouldn't have the core trail, certainly. Um, Mitch and I discussed the two bridges, uh, as Ed and I had. Um, and I'll refer to uh, Bob Enover and um, Fish Creek Mobile Home Park. When I first started negotiating that on that behalf of the city, uh, we were told uh, that they, we could not go through Fish Creek. Um, wasn't going to happen. We were doing a design where we would bump out under the railroad tracks, parallel to the railroad tracks, under the railroad tracks again uh, by Alpine uh, and then go. Um, David Travis uh, was alive at the time and, and talked to the engineers and said, hey, the city is talking about working with and paying for an easement. Now we didn't end up paying for the easement. Bill Martin, uh, council president, came to Fish Creek Mobile Home folks and said, We want to put this trail here it makes more sense it's more economical and it's a better location fish creek mobile home park folks that were along the river didn't want to lose the river backyard and so the city compensated them for decks um, buildings saunas uh, hot tubs that were there Uh, and those folks most of them took that money and ended up moving into condos and things permanently So again, this idea that things can't change, that things uh, can't be negotiated, um, is unfounded. Uh, And as Mitch and Ed and Ennevers, Gordon Campbell uh, told me on his place now, Timberline, that we would never get through there. Um, And then he came to me and he said, my granddaughter's got me out walking because my feet and legs are bad. I use the core trail, come let's talk about how we get through my property. So I believe that through this process, we can come to uh, something that meets the long-term planning, that meets the needs of both the property owners as well as the community, uh, if we uh, look at the recommendation uh, as proposed from staff uh, for this um, future again for the portrait extension, thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, before you sit down,
1: you started to go in a direction, and maybe I misunderstood it, but I kind of got the impression that what's being proposed or being considered 15 years wasn't long enough. Did I get that correctly, or did I just miss something?
3: No. Um, to, to me, pulling a number out of the air is 15 right, or is 20 right? Um, Ed and I uh, had negotiated five year. Obviously, five years went long enough on that. Um, so I would recommend no uh, timetable, given the applicant can use the easement area, as you show, even though it's in the floodway, with them being willing to move trees if we're getting flood uh, warnings. Um, the trail goes within the setback that you can't build on anyway. If it takes 20 years for us to build this, then the applicant gets to use uh, that easement for 20 years with no harm, no foul. Um, If, though, uh, we're able to get that negotiated and done and not have a dead end uh, within five years or 10 years, this isn't on the the city's, uh, as I looked at their capital campaign, Uh, going west of the Brown property is uh, their highest priority. And yeah, we're talking about a community in perpetuity, we hope. Uh, And so giving a timeline that really sets maybe a false end, um, the timeline I feel uh, would be something that um, may not be able to be met uh, within
4: a 15 year.
0: Uh, Alan, quickly, or Christy. P. U. B. can be amended, but it cannot be amended by anyone other than the owner. of the uh,
1: Yeah, the county, unless there is a complaint or a concern with something that's going on, on the PUD, the, the county doesn't have the ability to and, and that. And obviously it goes to the 15 year. The only person that could extend that the 15 years would be the petition. Unless, yeah, yeah, unless they came back for a redevelopment plan, and then we would, you'd be having the same conversation here. Okay. And so, and just that 15 years, yeah, it was pulled out of the air. There's nothing, there's <laughs> nothing to base that time frame on. Uh, it just felt like a, an appropriate time frame, but. Uh, Planning Commission has the ability to impose any time restriction or a time, no time restriction, uh, as well as any of those requirements that are, that are listed. But, but to be clear, A through F are all kind of conditioned upon each other. So you've got a basket of tasks
4: that has to take place before this meeting. Oh, if I'm thinking correctly.
2: Right. Right. These are recommended conditions um, for the
0: directions. So, uh, they're recommended uh, conditions of approval, which uh, you take or leave if you could amend.
1: Uh, well, yeah, that's hard to I understand. It's <laughs> just to me that a lot of dominoes have to fall. Six of them for sure. For
2: the trail to
0: actually uh, yes.
1: that's kind of what I wanted that's to say. Correct. Thank you. Good. Can I ask a favor? Yes. six
0: conditions have to be had to be met before the trail can be what <laughs> actually constructed. Oh. Yeah. The um, conditions
1: are between the landowner and the city. No, there's a whole bunch here. First of all, oh, well, I'm sorry, I'm just you don't have to go through them. I just had to clarify. Okay, yeah, no, I mean they gotta have the money. No worries, no worries, I can. I just needed I just needed the yes. That's what I said. All of them, there's six down though. they all got to fall. I mean, I think it could be argued that they all, six don't necessarily have to be in place. Um, I mean, you could require the easement without compensation. The other five could still remain. Um, they, you could not require the easement to be constructed until uh, like B so it says all easements are shall not act on the easement until all easements are in place if they get funding for a portion of it and that's not a requirement that they can build a portion of it. So I I it could be argued that they each one could stand on their own and not all six of them are required for the other five to to be effective. But as written but as written the way they stand present. Uh, so these were just these were all of the options. I don't know if planning staff has a recommendation on which ones to use. That's why the Planning Commission has the tough job of uh, making this decision. That's why we get the big boxes, that's what you're saying. Chairman Sam. Sir, I have a question for Melbourne Water District. Sure. Frank. Right. When you all were permitting the infiltration gallery, did the city present their request for an easement through your I mean, 70 acres at the time? Uh, nothing formally. Um, even before that
4: permitting was taking place for that gallery, Craig and I had discussions
1: about that. So, but no, nothing formally was presented, no formal position. Can I ask a favor? Sure. As much as I love the mood lighting, horrible as my eyes are these days, I forgot my glasses. You want my? Could no, we, we, can can have- we can make that happen. Can we have some lights? Thank you. I'm just having a hard time seeing
2: these
0: days. Oh. oh, there goes the moon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry to kill the moon guys. So. I know. So like, well.
0: just in Just for the Thank you. Coffee.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
5: Anyone else from the public wish to
1: speak? I mean, we're
5: going to kind of keep this a little bit over open forum, but formally I have to end it.
0: Can I speak on uh, from Zoom? <laughs> sure. or Cedar Beauregard, I believe, is online. Yeah. I'm
5: sorry. Yeah, I just unmuted myself. I would just like to briefly make the point that if we made it a criteria to never have a dead end trail, we would never have a core trail. You know, it's, it's, it's been a dead end. The whole existence I've been in town 50 years, there's always been a dead end and it's gotten quite a bit bigger. So I would just, I just see a little bit of a false, uh, logical narrative with the dead end issue. And I, and, uh, considering all the other concerns with, mccarthy and the and the uh infiltration i would encourage adding the as many easements as you can just so that you can gain options in the future it'd be nice to be able to come down the river and then maybe out to the road or down the river and across the river you know so i would encourage you guys to give our our community options into the future and extend that future option out as far as we can if if uh, and maybe not even have a any kind of timeline would be my preference. So thanks for your thanks for receiving my comment. Thank you, sir.
1: We have anyone else? I don't see anybody
0: else.
1: Okay, then I will close the public comment
0: portion. Um. Absolutely. The size of the Mount Water property is it 17 acres or 70 acres? It's uh, like 17. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's 70. So it's not right. 70. Seven seven. seven seven.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, you're good. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, in general, um, I support the petitions. I think what's being asked for is really straightforward and complies with uh, most sections of our landscape master plan. When it comes to the easement discussion, um, I'm having a little bit of trouble understanding the preferred alignment. Maybe it's from a, a cost standpoint, but from an experiential standpoint, it seems like the, access along the river and through some of the already public owned properties along that way seems a little bit more appropriate to me Um, and a better experience of gaining additional access to the river would be really kind of nice. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily keen on making a bunch of easements through the middle of the property, um, especially the one along the river. That one doesn't really appeal to me, um, and if anything, it's the back of the properties. Um, so, so just to be clear, on what you're saying, can we bring up? The, you like the, the the one that would require two bridges? I think it might head. I understand. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, a number of bridges, crossings, whatever has to happen. It's already a pu- 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 public, you know, city-owned mm-hmm. property or state-owned property. Well. The, I don't think that's quite true.
0: Is it? Uh, so, so, one of the opposite, is the opposite one, yeah. Yeah, so
1: this, yeah. this parcel over here is mostly all oh, like public land, right? The big parcel over on this side. And the other question I have for you is how come your layers show more oral imagery than?
0: The layers that I see all on. This. Yeah, how do I not get the long end into that? I, I hate seeing
2: 30-year-old hairdressers <laughs> on here. Yeah, yes. that's,
1: that's <laughs> moral. So, isn't this public? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the city. That's the city. This is the state. state. That's Columbus. So you still have how do you deal with that area, right? Well, the railroads an issue always because they're difficult but but I don't I it's not any more difficult than what I believe Ed's stance has been <coughs> for many years and the fact that you guys made any progress on that. Alan can you bring up the one that I hate to do this can you bring the one that shows the proposed easements on the petitioners properties.
2: Um, yeah. Sorry. The, 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 the,
1: petitioners yeah, the, the, petition. the petitioners proposed easements. Yes. So and because we it one at the sure. west end, and that'd be parcel,
0: no, lot not two. That,
1: uh, not that one.
0: That Andy's referring to. Yeah, the west edge of
1: lot two in my head. There you go. Mm-hmm. You feel? Like the back, the, the the western edge makes perfect sense to me. The eastern edge along the highway, it's perfect. <coughs> what do you that, think about it? If they how get, do you get to it? If they get across the river, there would be no reason to use this. Absolutely. There's, there's city land. Absolutely. And that's why, to me, it seems far more logical to pursue that. And I would hope that maybe sometime in the future, Mr. MacArthur could come back. Because I've seen a number of proposals for his particular property, and if there wasn't some type of trading that we might not be able to do to actually get what
0: he wants in the end, yeah. the only thing that. Not get it. okay. But so what you're really
1: saying though then, in if if you had priorities or pecking order, the unshown, that, that's such a word, an yeah. unshown easement is at the bottom of your list. That's at the bottom of my list. It doesn't, it, it bisects the existing property. Uh, Mount Warner Water isn't really psyched with that alignment It thinks we could maybe have a better alignment. Yeah. I, I, to me, those two options seem the better options than going along the river. So then, because it's like almost like essentially the public has access to the river that Snow Country no longer has really truly access to. And I'll tell you, I've caught gigantic trout in that hole that's right behind the existing A-frame back when I worked on that property 20 something years ago. It would be super awesome. I understand that this might give us a little bit of access in the short term on, on this, on, this uh, on Snow Country's property. But there's a whole larger parcel that I think has so much better recreational opportunities with less conflict. So I'm going to take your temperature and I'll do this on everyone. Okay. Um, Considering that there are some proposed um, conditions regarding this magical doesn't exist portrait. And these conditions are one. The city's obligated to buy the property. I like that. Two, the city can't act on the easement until all of the easements are in place to extend to the city's legacy ranch. I kind of with like what Cedar was saying, sometimes things grow in fits and bounds. So I don't know if that one's necessary in my opinion. Okay. It would be weird, again, it's like, well, flagpole annexation doesn't make any sense, but it happens, you know, like, well, I know, but what it does do is it, it probably restricts extending the court trail in little pieces. Cities yeah. City enact on the easement until all funding is in place to construct. Yeah, I mean, again, that's, I mean, it's a nice goal. Well these aren't oh, these well, are what we're talking about. Well, okay.
3: they're suggest suggestions.
1: I don't know that I don't know that it's necessarily our business to get into the core trail construction well we're not, but details. what we're saying is you better have the money up front. We support it. Do what? We support the core trail. Yeah, then. no, I get that. But as far as like dictating how they go through the process, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that they gotta have the money.
2: But it is the question, when you look at C and D together, C is they've got to have the money to construct all the way to legacy. D, the city shall construct the trail at it. Its expense implies that it could be in sections. In other words, city, you're going to pay for this section. We may not have the sections to legacy ready yet, but you have to pay for this section if you're going to do. It. So I see C as a. Telling them something that is really not our business to tell them, whereas D, we can say, you can't, you are, if you're going to construct it, it's at your expense. You pay for the easement, you pay for the trail, but I don't know that it's our business to tell them they have to have everything all the way to legacy, is the way I view these. And I think, well, does we take care care of it? Is D
0: B, B, boy. Bravo.
2: Yeah, I don't like B or C. You
4: don't. <laughs> no,
2: I don't think we should tell them that they can't construct a portion of the trail until they have all portions all the way to legacy. I think what we can tell them is you purchase from this landowner under this petition, this easement, and if, you, if you're going to put the trail in, it's at your expense. When it stops at Mount Werner's line, it stops. And as as the comments have been made, dead end trails are part of the trail system. They're dead end in any number of places. And maybe by the time this happens, there will be a whole different approach. But I have this question either for staff or people who have been around a lot longer let's say this easement goes through, and then magically somebody, and we all know magic happens in this county, some anonymous donor says, I'm going to give you bridges to go across the river and connect to the city property. For one thing, we don't control the decision on what the city does with that property, correct? so, we're here talking about putting in you know, a plan for the core trail on property that isn't ours to even discuss. What happens to that easement? That's my let's say that magic happens. The anonymous donor comes in, donates the bridges, core trail gets to go over to the city owned property, and Union you know, you Pacific magnanimously lets it cross the line down at the bottom. Who knows? But has anything happened other than the city put out money for an easement that they never use? That's the worst that happens, right? right. They it doesn't preclude. And from a
1: petitioner's standpoint, it's of no value any because he can't, 50 feet within the setback. Yeah, that yeah he's got and the 20's 20's 20,
2: and he's 20, some 20, money 20, right. for properties that he can't
1: use. I, I have a question regarding the setback. He's not allowed to put improvements in the setback, but he
4: can set trees in the setback along the rivers. They're not
1: permanently installed. I
3: think that's true. Yeah.
1: So he can use the property right, right. for his business. Yeah. Because he can't put his house within more mm-hmm. a permanent shed. Structure. structure or something of that nature, but you know, again, let's make sure everything's on the table. Mm-hmm. He can use the property for right. his business. I've got a question for staff. I'm struggling to figure out where this easement request came from, other than
5: the city requested
1: it. That's where it came from. So really, I'm sorry. I'm just absolutely aggravated with this because, yeah, it's definitely more beautiful along the river, without question. But where, who requested it, did it, and how did that get put in front of us? When in, in my thinking. Is yes, it's beautiful along the river. Yes, there's an easement there or a, a setback, blah, blah, blah. But really, in thinking forward in in government, I have to be on Yandy's side where why would you want access to your, to your property faster and create more of an amenity for the public rather than having to go through a, two lifetimes of trying to put it into this trail? So we send out uh, referrals to all of our referral agencies and the city responded. Uh, typically we support
4: all of our referral agencies and the like conditions of approval and the comments that they
1: make. Uh, I think it's uh, I, through the master plan process, we've heard how important the master plan is and or how, how important the core trail is and then the city citing the two plans that I quoted, one from 2008 and 2019, showing that the community supports this as well. Uh, staff thought that. Okay, slow, down, slow down. down. Let's go back. The city supports the court trail without question. I support the court I don't think there's a person in this room that doesn't support the court trail. What we're mm-hmm. talking about is the, is the court going through this guy's property to maybe never have. Loop that would be so wonderful to have in no time at all to swing through, like a whatever the ending point is. Be wouldn't that? Um, let me. Let me. I'm sorry. Let me start over. As as a, as a panel, can we make a decision of whether whether we prefer the court trail ourselves to go through this property and open across as Mr. MacArthur and or what about John's name? If yeah, he, I apologize if I, if I thought. Um, and he's saying that that's never going to happen in his property, and it's probably not going to happen in his kid's properties times. So that, to me, is a detriment to the community as a whole for approximately hundred years. And I would love it if somebody smarter than me at the table would show me where I'm wrong. Do well, you think that requiring easement would be a detriment? I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to understand where. Well, I'm trying to understand why why we have to give an easement through this position when the city can make that negotiation later? Uh, because the, well, the city can't. It's in the county. Because right? mm-hmm. it's in the county. Why you, so, 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 um, keep going. I'm sorry, I turned around, my apologies. Back up one moment, isn't yes. the ski lake in county? That's county. Yes. Right. Yeah. yes. But there was an easement written by the city for a period of five years that expired with MacArthur. I guess what I meant like, was that the, the city can't require it through a development application.
4: True. Okay. true Whereas true. So if they so had annexed,
1: annexed this property in,
5: well, the they, it or, or been well all that. I didn't want, it want to want go out. there. That's
1: Let's not go there. Go but go as I understand it, I can sell an easement through my property to YBEA at any time. Why can't the city purchase an easement through this property whenever they choose? If the petitioner is amenable. They can't. They can't. Um, and in, in, in a PUD, is that not allowed? Do we have to have that easement in prior? Well, the so part of the issue is, is that the request by the applicant for a
2: PD, there's a requirement for open space. And so the applicant is proposing part of their to meet their open space requirement
0: of 25%, that they are proposing three easements. Um, okay. okay and um, one of
2: them being for the four trail extension. The advocate is proposing to do that in the location along the highway. 40. So that is option one that is presented to you. So along the road next to the church and <clears throat> going across. <in> <laughs> that is what the applicant is proposing. However, when we send out referrals, um, the city is requesting that that easement to be moved to along the river. That is the preferred location and all the long-range documents. Um, so what we've heard from the community, the preference to be along the river. Staff supports that recommendation
0: that easement to be moved along the river because it supports all of our long-range policies and plans. It is also a safety concern
1: to have it along Highway 40 um, as the applicant
2: is proposing. <clears throat> At this point, that is the question really on the table is um, Does the applicant meet their open space requirement by what they're proposing? And is that the preferred location as what they're proposing along the highway,
0: for which is option one, or the recommended and supported option along the river is option two?
1: So, if, along 40 is that little piece. So if we choose option two, what about the other two uh, portions of the property that they are dedicated to the extent?
2: They would have to maintain one of those, um, the one that we're talking about, um, which are not a part of the options, but to meet their, or satisfy their open space requirement is for their tree storage on their lot. They are proposing that to you all to satisfy their open space requirement, which is part of their tree operation. Where the tree operation is now, it's where the expanded location of the tree operation behind the church. You know, like, any,
1: so, so on that first option, there's just three red spots Correct.
0: in the second option. All three red spots are gone. No, no, it, it would. Let's, let's bring up the map a little easy. I While you're bringing
2: it.
1: that up, we can also consider <laughs> a fee and move for the open space. no. Uh, no, not on no, the PUD, PUD doesn't no. allow that. No. Man, the PUD is tough, isn't it? I mean, again, I, the, the benefits of the PUD, it's much more onerous on the applicant, but it usually gives a better product in the end. I firmly believe that. That's been supported, I think, by some other questions I've asked in other municipalities. So I'm a big fan of the PUD process. But I don't see the the I with respect to the long range planning comment, like that long range planning never takes into account what the landowner desires in general. And it's trying to impress upon what the landowner is seeking to do. And when the city already has contiguous property to make the connections. I don't see the, the benefit in that necessarily to the landowner or to the general public public because I guess what, what I think Ren and Paul were both kind of hinting at is you get that faster when you have these other access points, it becomes a, a function of funding versus trying to obtain easements through properties that might never occur. Ever. Ever. I think there's a path for Mr. MacArthur. I really do. He's shown willingness in the past. You to have to, something happen. You have to right. understand there is this parcel, and some of this contention goes back 30 years to previous I mean, things that have happened on yeah, Bald Eagle Lake. Yeah. Like this, there's history there. It's okay. No, we're in today <laughs> no, really? Yeah, but oh, we're in today now. Yes. So, okay, not
0: true. on the screen, what you see in red is what the applicant is
2: proposing. I got that. Along with this area and here.
0: These three tree areas. <clears throat> is what they're proposing to satisfy their open space requirement. Okay. There's no more. Uh, the, so the so right, the right, the right up, against 40, up against 40. Up against 40.
5: Okay, up
1: against 40, up against 40, up against 40 up a little red spot. Yep. I think that's really the contention that we're that we're working with, in my opinion, in my mind. That's what, that's the conversation you and I are having about where the whether easy, this goes to here or if this goes here.
0: Correct.
1: Okay. Is that this what is we're, we're talking same. about? Yes. And the other two stay. Well, do no do it right. Wow. It's going to go around.
0: It, the red is only on his property. Here. Thank
1: you. Yep. And this that's side. the portrait. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, why I understand that yeah, that's, that's not appropriate here. See, the thing that somehow I do, I'm not suggesting, well, I think everybody's taking the same position. Maybe the likelihood
1: of the core trail being extended along the river probably someplace between slim and thug. Right. but having said that, is there a harm in at least providing for it somehow? To put uh,
2: conditions
0: I mean, on it? That's I, it? okay, and
2: we can do this and this and this. Yeah, okay. And isn't that a more traditional open space than a road and dropping down to well, sure the little spot on 40? Open space implies being able to see something and enjoy. You know for the occupants of the PUD um a visual open space and if other than yeah uh this was the part about
1: an interesting you know. part of that discussion and this is funny it goes back to uh Red Hawk Village and Nancy Stahoviak who was a commissioner many many years ago asked me a question about the proposed open space because on that particular um subdivision and one of the things that we discussed was that here in colorado open space means a lot of different things and use it in a lot of different ways um a field you know can be considered open space because you're recreating through it um for the users of that PUD, it's very enjoyable to walk through those tree rows I, I, I enjoy it when I go visit and looking at at trees, you know, am I not enjoying that open space when I'm there shopping? So it doesn't have to necessarily be defined recreation that creates an open space. It's a, it's a part of the parcel. That's not covered by building or asphalt in reality. In my mind it's a remainder parcel of open space. But I think where it is going is just what you're saying. The proposed route around is down the road and then alongside the road. Yeah. And that doesn't sound it's like well, space to It's so it, yeah, it's it, that is that is more publicly accessible. And there's a, there's a bike path right on the north side. I mean, it's uh, uh, from I like the standpoint of really not requiring any easements for this trail and letting the city. Negotiate with the landowners and come up with the best alignment that they can. We're still supporting it 100%. So, I think
2: one of the big questions maybe you should ask first, and we should probably be more clear about is without the red, the applicant is proposing open space throughout his operation.
5: That is not open to the public, by the way, but to satisfy
2: his public um his open space requirement does that satisfy the open space requirement and if not the trail does he's proposing both uh because staff had said initially this you know we don't we don't um, agree with the open space just being on your property um We would consider it that he's showing it uh, as his proposal to you, but that's not typical of what you see or what is typically accepted
0: to meet an open space requirement.
1: And the regulations say 25% of the year shall be devoted to open air recreation or other usable open space, public or quasi public. Quasi public is the public that comes on to the shopping, right? So so I, I would agree with Christy. I think we need to determine would those tree storage areas in planning
0: commission's opinion meet that open space requirement? Why is that? More questions. Well, just a comment that I've dealt
1: with easements for a lot of years, of all kinds. And it strikes me when I look at those conditions, one through six, we're creating a lot of work for future returns. Um, and maybe future surveys for that matter. But it, it strikes me when, when dealing with easements, to be specific about it, just say we either dedicate this or not, not based on the conditions one through six, of which we have no control. So I think you dedicate, whether you dedicate those red easements or dedicate the easement along the river, um, you do one or the other or both, but you dedicate it. You don't say, oh, well, maybe in 15 years we'll give it up. That's the situation you're in right now. I think I wrote that easily (laughs) that expired. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, it's best just to dedicate the thing, and then the city, when they come up with the money, whether it's A, B, or C or whatever it is, they know where they can go. They've got it. It's a certainty. It's also a certainty for the landowner. Picture Mitch Clark may in five years decide to sell this thing. I don't know. And some potential buyers looking at it with 10 additional conditional years in front of them. Right? I don't see how that's potentially good. You know, that certainty in real estate transactions and land property
0: management
1: is a good thing. Just to know if I can do A, B, or C, I can't do D, E, or F. And it's that simple. Um, I also wonder about the river itself. The river is fee simple owned by these. Properties, isn't that open space? You could be missing something. People float down that river. People fish in that river. It's, right? It's, it's not on the PUD portion of the property, though. Right? No, no, I understand
4: that, but I'm making a point. You
1: can't develop the river, right? It's a river, but it's essentially open space. People are allowed to float through there, as so I understand. But it's still Where's not part of the PUD, and that's where we're Why is it not? It's on the property. Well, they, because yeah. of how they're dividing, yeah. proposing they a subdivision to balance the land balance of four point three versus five
5: acres.
1: Yeah. Are you objecting to the fact that the city's obligated to purchase these? That doesn't bother me one way or the other. So that's a no or a yes. Yeah, you don't care. That, I don't care. I don't care about the money. I just say we should dedicate them or make it part of the plat or not make it part of the plat. Not making part of the plat. Mm-hmm. The plat. If the city does six things in the next- Well, I, I think the years, way this is
5: structured, they are part
1: of the plat, but there's an end to it and it goes away. And I, I am mm-hmm. suggesting we should be perpetual as opposed to
0: condition. That's kind of more Providing consistent. they buy it.
1: Yes. Providing the plat goes through. They make I wouldn't more. argue if you could eliminate the timetable on it Sure, and put the other conditions on there, and right. that takes care of itself. Yeah, you did an easement on paper, and nothing ever becomes of it other than it'll come to the land forever because you've done what the owners it, got use of anyway. But what's the owners got use of anyway, and then if the city does get the money, they've got the easement with a certainty, yeah, yeah. But I think the way this is structured that happens that way anyway, yeah. if I'm thinking correctly. But I think we pulled 50 so yeah, have no problem. Yeah, that. just either do it or don't do it. But putting these in the easement along yeah. the, the river Yeah. Yeah. And maybe yeah. this
2: doesn't work out.
0: Well, no, it's
1: encumbrance.
0: Yeah. In effect, he's selling it. Okay. It's still an encumbrance. Bought, sold. Yeah. It's an encumbrance. I understand. It's yeah. Still an
1: encumbrance on the real the real property. So I'm very, I'm like Andy, I'm very, I'm troubled by this
4: easement
5: and our county's requirement to, you know, try to fulfill uh, the intent of the master plan for
1: this particular 174 feet along the river. I, I think that the core trail focus for the next 20 years
5: will be going west of town where the higher demand is for it. Again, it's it is a looking back at this portion of the core trail. It's still at this point in in all of our discussions
1: is a trail to to the legacy. 174 feet across Mitch's property plus or minus another 375
5: feet across Mount Warner dealing with the MacArthur family in addition a very large lake that
1: crosses their entire property. uh, That's a major challenge.
5: I have challenges with us implementing an encumbrance on this property with a 20 foot easement following the river. I would be in favor of what the petitioner has offered with the three easements um, as written in addition to the language and to me then the onus remains on the city. That if they
1: want to negotiate with that landowner, a easement along the river, they can do it at that time while they're also looking at their other options. Can they get the deal done with Mount Warner? Can they get the deal done with MacArthur? Or is it lower hanging fruit to go west on property currently owned? Um, maybe Christy at that point works miracles with Union Pacific, like we've been talking about, but it may be that time frame. So, for me, encumbering this property with some of the highest value, aesthetic, real property value along the river, um, I have I have issue with that. Uh, Can I go over to you about that? I'm, Try to throw as many in them as <laughs> so, And as far as you're concerned, rent, just eliminate the entire number nine.
2: No, I'm, I'm interpreting you as I'm you are funny. in favor of as proposed and, yeah, and as written.
5: And to me, that is as proposed
2: yeah. and as written.
1: So my number nine.
2: You know your number nine. I like
1: was, the 15 years. I like the different triggers. Oh, you know, to me, it clarifies. That I'm right? yeah. Don't let me put words in your mouth. Okay. And, and the city, the onus then is on the city. They've got easements that this okay. petitioner has offered up. If they want something different, they can negotiate at the time. But they, at that time, they will obviously then be negotiating with the other you know, major
5: issues,
3: larger
1: issues, as far as I can see, that being Mount Warner and that being McCarthy. I uh, have a question for staff, that staff it, it, that 15 years goes away and this easement goes away. What happens to the land requirement
0: for it?
1: So I want to, before I answer your question, I want to get clarification first. So are you saying that you're in support of these easements with all of the conditions on number nine? Yes. So okay. that the city would have to buy these easements from them? That's correct. Okay Go ahead. <laughs> so before they could buy the easements, we're getting basically what happened to Ed Carter. his five years, ex- and all, all of a sudden the easement was gone. Was he using that as an open land requirement? Like we are here. Uh, if the 15-year requirement ends, we don't have an easement there. What well, was their
0: requirement. To
1: okay i understand your question before i answer that question <laughs> i think i would like to hear from planning commission whether you think the true storage areas count as the 25 percent open space requirements so clarification question the open space requirement in the pud if i think to the spirit of the language is usually about a residential situation a residential Like if this was going to be a shopping mall, the shopping mall could have all sorts of open space, but it still controls all of it. It can kick people off of it. It can allow people to use it if they're shopping. If they're not shopping, they can be removed from it. So like in my mind, that open space requirement and that recreation requirement is really geared towards residential development and not Commercial development.
0: No, this is a PUD. So
1: I'm gonna bring the bring the language and regulations up
4: here. It it could be
1: both. He
2: could be proposing a PUD on this
1: property as he is, but the use could be for residential. Sure. And and he could, he would still be required to have an open space requirement. We
2: do have open space requirements specific for subdivisions also. (laughs) <laughs> this is um, this regard that he's bringing up here, yes. specific to APD, but and it you, specifically what? that it must be dedicated to a public agency or homeowners association,
1: it says may require, yeah. may, may. says may, and that would be if he were proposing a residential development, so, yeah. so we're, we're in this open space, he's not allowed lot build anything, right, in, in the open space. You, no, you can't yeah, like physically develop right. anything in the future. future.
0: Right, right. Typically, that's really what we're car. talking about, right? No, typically, two that's, what we're,
1: that's what we're typically talking about is parks. Right. That's what, to me, the spirit of the language usually refers to is some form of recreation. And what the applicant is proposing to meet this requirement um, with respect to
0: on the property and not the is creative. Sure. sure. So and it's up to you just that One more
1: time just to be real clear. The petitioner has proposed as part of this open space requirement, in part of it, in an effort to meet open space requirements, is proposing to use the areas where he parks trees.
0: Correct. Got it? No. Half a time a year, kind of. Give or take
1: there's no nothing goes on in the winter time yeah yeah based on what I'm thinking. just so everybody understands it's, it's all over the sorry it's all over the in, in the winter, winter time <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: pretty
1: much <laughs> well, well i like, remember yeah okay. like and how am i not enjoying outdoor space when i'm walking amongst the trees again i have a yeah, personal interest in vegetation yeah. so to me walking around and being like oh look at that awesome tree that i could buy to me that's enjoyable not everyone yeah. enjoys that you but might be the exception <laughs> <laughs> the, the property is big enough that I've accepted golf cart rides on it as well because after walking it like six times, I'm tired. But I guess, in answer to the question, it appears to me that the commissioners are comfortable with the petitioner's approach in terms of open space, having the trees on the lot and considering that as part of the open space. I think that. Was a question
0: that you asked. Okay. So and I think I'm speaking to... at that's a consensus. I think I'm smelling so it. Wait, 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 What was the consensus?
1: That the, com- the commissioners are comfortable with allowing the, the petition. I'm sorry? The tree area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, sorry. I have to repeat Okay. Over. So, now I'd like to answer no those way. questions. So, since there's a consensus that the tree storage areas
4: would satisfy the 25% open space requirement, if these easements were
1: to go away, it would not affect its compliance with the PP regulations because the tree storage area satisfies that 25 open space. The easements almost become public benefit then? If, if they went
0: through. If they
1: go through, then then that you understand happen. what he's saying. Totally. So there's the red pieces go away. Technically aren't required. But what Ryan was someone advocating for was saying let's dedicate these as well, just as it's written to reinforce the tree storage areas as open space as a public benefit.
4: Yeah.
1: And to support the master plan policies that support trails trails connections, separation of. Pedestrians, vehicles, all transportation. So, transportation. so um, again, so do we have a consensus on the existing proposed easements? The red spaces. Can I make a point of clarity about we're the spaces <laughs> We are willing, those are proposed to be dedicated, not right. so dedicated to the public. That's how they are on the flat. Are so uh, you talking
2: about the easements or the tree areas?
1: The easements, the, the red easements, the easements, would be public easements dedicated by the flat, the flat gets finalized with the law and adjustment.
0: So there's no purchase, no payment. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you. So you <laughs> So I think then in my head, what's left, we're back to the discussion of what's being proposed recommended by the city with the wish list by the city of St. Springs, which is an easement along the river, in effect. So now I'm interested in an over Now, always keep in mind, though, there are some recommended conditions. So real slowly, we're going to go through these one by one.
0: Everybody's got that. I get to my tab. The first condition is the city has to purchase that is for lack of a better term we call the portrait
1: can true. i
2: ask a question before we start absolutely because it's what i've had on here number nine says nothing about the 20-foot trail easement being on the river so as we go through this list, I want to make sure that's what we're talking about, and we're not playing a game and letting it be Doherty Road and Highway 40 and saying that's the easement that we're talking about. I, that is
4: the easement.
1: We're not talking. I don't. Right now, we are not talking about the city's preferred easement. Yes, we are along along the river. Yes, yes you're see, saying that's the so To me, again, I like what O'Brien was saying, like. Dedicate the outside ones. They're they're willing to dedicate them. Not require a purchase. It's public benefit. And if they want to negotiate a different access, they're
2: free to do that.
1: They can. I, that's what I want to hear. I'll i what Walter said and if, if Andy just said. I'm in agreement. Now you're well, you started it, so you're definitely you, before
2: you start talking about nine. I just want to make clear when you're talking about
0: nine, make sure which is
1: as far as I'm concerned. Number nine addresses the along the river court
2: and ground. only along
1: the river. and only. Okay, only. okay. Only. thank
2: you. What just
0: another comment about
1: the location of it. And obviously, uh, a lot of the current core trails along the interceptor or near it. Um, but it's one thing to have a core trail on top of a sewer. It's another to have a core trail on top of an infiltration. Yeah. Gallery. I get and there. I'm, I'm and I, that pipe is physically there. That, that gallery is physically there. So that's not going away. So creating a trail that goes boom and drops it right on top of the infiltration gallery well, I like trails myself, but I like water higher than trails. I could just because we need water before we need trails. I'm okay. a this this. So. Now, again, what part of nine mentions anything along the river? There's can I one? make a recommendation
0: <laughs> <laughs> to help us all out here?
1: Um, so we all agree that what the app can propose for the open space of the trees satisfies well with the open space. Does
2: it? <laughs> yeah, no, we know, we know, we know. yeah, we are done with that. Okay. OK. Tree areas are open. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I would just tell you that, no, I don't agree with that. I think that that is and, um, from a uh, definition of what is meant in PUD open space, the commercial storage of trees in the nursery is not what was intended. So no, I don't agree that it's the 25% open space. Much as I, like Andy, have walked through them and enjoy them, I look at this from a very, um, I guess, pragmatic approach. What is the language of the law? The law says 25% open space. Define the open space. I don't think the definition is where the landowner is storing his product period, because that's what it is, it's his product, whether it's beautiful or not, that's where he stores his product, so my concern is this, given that I don't think that means 25% what does, I don't think an easement going down 40 and, and Doherty Road, whether it is given by this landowner or not, is open space. The only piece that I see that meets the requirement of open space under PUD definition of open space for this particular business is the piece of property that runs along the river. And I'm not going to worry about whether Mount Werner wants to extend it on their property or MacArthur wants to extend it on his. I hope to God the city gets the money and figures out that it belongs on the west side of the river. But I'm looking at it as a planning commission member and saying, what meets the rule? What meets what a PUD is? And 25% of the space is met by the piece of property along the river. So that's Walter, how long is position. how long
3: is that property line that's being proposed along the river? The Plus line. or minus. It's,
1: it's yeah. approximately 600 feet. It's 600 feet, right? So that's by, by 20, right? That's 1,200 square feet, 12,000 12, square feet, which is a quarter, acre. a quarter. Is that 25% of the five acres?
4: Well, that might be. No, so, not so, close.
1: so what so you're proposing does not right? actually satisfy that requirement either. <laughs> it may not, but
4: I
2: guess that's what it's our job, no job is, is to figure out how they will do it. There's no fee in yep, the Yeah, there is no fee <laughs> He's <laughs> saying
4: it's, it's, it's similar. It's a
1: tool that can be an which includes public benefit, again. I, I think, I don't know.
0: I, I am aware of enough conservation in this county that the public can't step in that
1: is dedicated. And that the open space is maybe being required or is being met by the fact that, yeah, there's trees that are being sold commercially, but they're only there for four to five months of the year. And it still keeps it open. There's nothing being developed in that belt. And so, so that's the opposite side of the argument, I would say. And I would say that it's the opinion of
4: the commissioner. Yeah. yeah you know, no, I, I, well, I was going to say, well, it exactly like, it's like, like it's we don't good. have a consensus, we have a
1: majority. Well, well, yeah, well. yeah, and it's a good discussion. Yeah, so does the
4: tree
2: storage square footage come up to 25%? have we done that it's probably in it's,
1: it's in it's it's, it of it. it's the majority of the site Fine. What, you know what's so challenging here is you know the zoning the PUD and the 25% of the open what what is the intent of the 25% open space in the PUD to make it because in the PUD otherwise you
2: could put whatever you want there so it's to keep it from being online
1: line to line And in this applicant and in this use, it's there's a conflict. So kind of. I mean, I don't know that when the PUD was written, it anticipated something like this. No, I'm sure it didn't, but I think it it does. I think it it works because we have a unique set of circumstances. If there was someone here from the climate action plan that was forceful on that, they'd be saying the trees are the benefit for the open Mm -hmm. space. And so put put trees all over all of it and call it all of the space. So can I make this statement to move things along? We We have a majority in favor of the trees serving as open space. Majority. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Okay, Okay. then the
2: second would be um, the preferred location of the proposed easements either as proposed by the applicants, or recommended by the city and staff along with
1: the, the I was going to turn it. Well, yeah, I guess. And then my. And then be, the next
2: question would be whatever the straw vote is on that. Yeah. Any conditions attached to that, either as written or if you wanted to
1: pick and choose any conditions that. I, I almost want to turn it around. And fit. I going to start with you, Andy, just because I oh, started with you. Are there any circumstances under which you would be comfortable supporting the core trail 20 foot easement along the river
0: if the applicant supported it. It's an answer. I've...
1: No, no, we have not, does not support it. Not. the applicant supports the three dedicated easements exactly. around the perimeter yes. of the property. Yes. And that leaves the option for further negotiations yeah. down the road. Uh, we understand where you're coming from.
2: Okay, so, so I've got one for Brian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One for Brian. Yeah. Brian, are there any conditions under which you would support a 20 foot easement along the river? Yeah, if the city had the money today. <laughs> <laughs> we help get the easement dedicated, but they part of the part that bothers me about one through six is just how. And I understand what Chris is saying, how long these things take to put in place. Huh? But when you're trying to go nine, nine, directions at once, sometimes you end up going nowhere.
0: And so, by dedicating
1: these specific easements, we're at least saying, boom, 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 there you go, you've got this for sure. You want to come back in the future. Your answer is the same as you're yeah. echoing, Andy. Yeah. Actually, is what yeah. I hear. Yep. Okay. Mr. Norris, mm-hmm. are there any conditions under which you would support the 20 foot wide piece that goes alongside of the 10th, which began to go back to our uh, own um, death? Looks so like we started with. It, it went away see this and go away so you're okay with number nine a through e it's just f you don't want you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that you've already, chosen. You've already
2: chose no i guess i'm confused
1: again because Nine nowhere says in any of the language unless my eyesight
4: is failing
1: me. It have, that was a oversight. Yes. But it, it does, assume. it does not. That. It's that's the courtroom. That's uh, so the assume, I the question is
2: assume that it does say along the east bank of the river. It, this isn't about just you written know, here, this is about what Steve's asking. Yeah,
1: yeah. Are there any conditions under which you would support the And you yes. said no. I said, if the oh. applicants, oh, yeah, it, yeah, right, I would totally support it. That's fine. That's the answer. That's the one I wanted to hear. But I, Ryan said the same thing. I agree with Bill that if it moves forward, I, I, don't, I don't see the benefit of. Okay, incoming. that's another question. That's yeah. a different, yeah, I get that. One. Well, Bill had already gone there. <laughs> so, so you the, would support. The court trail easement along the river provided and the conditions that are laid out in 9A through E, but not F. Okay. Like that.
2: (laughs) Linda? I could support the court trail without any of the conditions in 9 or with all of them, but F, either way. I think it's cleaner, as Brian has said we put an Eastman in, just put the Eastman in and don't encumber it.
1: But Brian said he's not supporting it. But he's not,
2: so. no, yeah. I'm just saying that was philosophically his discussion of eastman. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I agree philosophically with that discussion, but I also understand Bill's position, and I'm saying that for the position, I could support A through E, F seems to be worse, okay. but I would also support no conditions
1: and just Oh, you no, gotta have. You can't, can't do it one You gotta have one way. Okay. Uh, That's why. bill has said.
0: Okay. No. Right. Yeah. That's you. Paul, what do you think? Um, I just want to clarify one more
1: time. That the easements proposed by the applicant remain, and we're just adding a condition to what's already been proposed. Uh, Let me go one notch further. Everything you said is correct. The, The easements that have been proposed by the petitioner remain intact and in place. However, what we are doing is then recommending Another easement over and above, or being considered, another easement over and above, 20 feet wide, runs along the river
0: and is subject to conditions 9A through F You might support that. Don't look as
1: long as after me. As long as after Uh, me. Yes. Would you? Would you rather see F be a longer time period or a shorter time period? No longer than twenty years. And yeah, you know, the city can do it. This is what the city wants, and the city has to buck up. And it's all in in the advantage of the applicant, except that just to get path through this foot setback, I don't see that there's any problems there. And I understand that we have to do this now um, rather than have to work with it later. Um, Because in a number of things I'm thinking about, yeah, I um, would hate to go through the annexation process and have it annexed in and and then have all those other issues, which has going to cost him more than um, just some people walking through this lot.
4: Um, I'm disappointed, but I understand that the lot line just didn't go right down the middle of the
1: river. That would have been more brilliant than the way it right? was yeah, written. Annexation has
0: to be an issue.
1: Oh. Right. Which sounds right, but then the city can yeah. cause that. Well the city hasn't never yeah,
0: expressed yeah. so,
1: any interest in that on. No. Thank you. On. Um, I'm gonna talk to you. <laughs> Do you want to take me outside? No.
4: <laughs>
0: I guess so I bring I'm, your phone and take a video. <laughs> I
1: understand I understand your issue about the 15 years, but as I look through A, B, C, D, and E, for all those things to fall into the place, it always seems to be that the 15
0: it could be 50 years, and I'm I understand concerned. it, and that's what I'm looking for. Well, otherwise, it's fine. Otherwise, it's a no. Can I ask you? Are you bargaining with me,
1: Bill? <laughs> 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 I agree to 25 sorry, <laughs> <up> high,
0: <though. laughs> so I was going to say yeah. He just
1: said now can I ask a clarification question on A. If an easement is being dedicated, does it have to be purchased then? It's because no. again, again there so no, the condition is PUD. Uh-huh. So so then well the condition of the PUD right now is that the city shall purchase the easement. from? Florida, yeah, this right? one is, yes. Uh, specific to the core? Yes. Again, not to the core, specific to the river. Because the core trail is the, specific specific any the freaking way it wants to go. Specific to the river, yes. This mm-hmm. is specific to the discussion about the river. We're right? telling the city of Steamboat Springs if they want this 20 feet alongside side oh. of that. River, then they have to pay for they got to buy it. Oh. Sure, yes, sure, what?
3: 100%. I agree.
1: So are you reversing your position? No, I'm not
3: reversing my position.
0: (laughs) 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 It is getting late. Uh
1: I was just asking a clarification about nine. But nine is not. And I don't know how to, I mean, my position is I'm okay with nine and I subscribe to the fact that F becomes irrelevant because if they can meet A through E, guess what? Go for it. 15 years isn't going to happen, but now I have to deal with 20. So would you live with 20? Yes. Would you live with 20? 25. Okay. Don't start that. I guess 20. Yes or no. 20. 20, yes yeah. or no? Absolutely. Okay. So you've got your answer. Four people.
0: So I think yeah. Yeah. Okay. Please. Let's see
1: here. I can help you. Yeah.
2: Um. Well, first, I think I have to
1: hey, move sir.
2: to. Yes,
1: point of order. Yeah. Could we ask the applicant for their input on any of this discussion? Should we... No. No. Oh, okay. no, we're done. No, just. No. We know where he stands. Yep.
2: I, I, can I first move to I think nine? Can,
1: um, I think what you want to do, Linda, is you seven, want to go to,
0: first. you want to make a motion on page 17.
1: Thank you. Well, and this is the PUD. Right. PUD only. Right. Yes, so start with 17. And the nine of the, in the course of your motion. Yeah, sorry. Amend nine and then none in the course of the motion. Okay. And that did in the course of the motion. Okay, right. thank you. To contain text referring to the
2: specific so, issue. Yeah. and I would say that this motion can include the wild line adjustment as well. Yes. Is everybody okay yes. with the same? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. So what I would do is move uh to uh accept
4: approved or approved PL two zero two two zero zero
2: two nine and pl two zero two two zero zero two seven with the findings of fact as stated and are the findings of fact within yeah they're for the same yep. uh, on page 17 of one through five and conditions for rezoning number one and conditions for the final PUD one through
1: yeah one through eight plus nine amended
2: yeah one through eight plus nine amended to read a 20-foot trail easement along the Yampa Valley River dedicated to the public and amended such that it reads F uh, if not acted upon within 20 years, the season is void. And then additionally, under the final PUD conditions, it would be 10. A through O, and lot line adjustment, one through
0: six. Yep. We have a motion. Are you making a second? You're in a second,
1: whoever it is. (laughs) <laughs> no, this is parliamentary so yeah. You know, I, I really struggle with this stuff. But as a friend, I'd like to offer a friendly amendment. This is a recommendation Truly. for approval. Yes, as it is a special use permit, correct? This is we no. should no. No. Yes. This is a expect- yes. but this is a recommendation, recommendation. for yes. approval. Yes. To the board of it's county commissioners. Commission. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's. I guess I took myself. That was understood. It, it can't be. I don't mm-hmm. think we can really mess around with that kind of stuff in the language. We should be precise with our language. I accept your opinion. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A second. Any discussion on the motion is presented. Hearing none. All those in favor of the motion to recommend both PL 22-0029 and PL twenty two twenty seven, 27 Please indicate by saying yes. 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 Opposed say no. 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 So Brian and Mr. Benjamin and Andy said no. Chair votes yes.
0: Wren,
3: motion
1: vote? No. no. I'm sorry, Ren. Chair votes yes. Motion is carried, four to three. I don't need your explanations to I think we'll beat that up for sure. OK. <clears throat> Can we move on to, then,
0: the floodplain, which is PL20220042. 20, Which, unless I misunderstand,
1: is pretty straightforward. It's, uh, it, is, the number?
4: it would be page 21,
1: Brian. I'm looking at 21. Good. I don't see you. I'm sure you do. I think. Uh, the number is 0012. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it, but I, it, that's not. You got to do it up here. in front, That's right. I, I recommend, I, I move that we approve the finding of facts floodplain development 1 through 7 as shown on page 21 per number again. 0020220042. All (inaudible) second. Okay, we have a motion to recommend uh, the floodplain development permit as requested. Findings one of one and floodplain development conditions one through seven. So we have a, do we have a second? Miss yes. yes. yeah. Bill. Any discussion on the motion? Hearing none, all those in favor of the recommendation to approve the floodplain development signify by saying yes. 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 Opposed to say no. Clear votes yes. Motion is carried. Can I ask a question of clarification on the first recommendation
0: for from staff?
1: Do the other proposed easements go away? They're no longer. Those are gone. Correct?
2: If the board accepts your recommendation, if they accept the recommendation, yes. those are gone. The red ones. The red ones are gone.
1: Um, it was clarified to me that those stayed with its extra easement. It would the language specifically change to be the easement along the river that doesn't meet the open space requirement, but we are the board is accepting as a public benefit. But those other three easements are gone. No, I don't think so. No, think that's so, not what was told yeah. to me in this meeting. I don't think so. The final plat that's in the pack
0: includes these, yeah, right. yeah, they yeah. can remove them. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. No. I think
2: number four under final PED covers that. It says the final PED plan should be reported in a flat, flat and zone change resolution.
1: That was my understanding. There's language on that. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. I never phrased it that way, though. That's my knowledge. They state.
2: In other words, number nine is in addition to everything the petitioner
0: saw. Yes, yes, the way I yes, it. correct. Yep, okay, yep. Sloppy, sloppy, hmm. sloppy. What is sloppy? the whole thing?
1: Uh, no, I don't think it's sloppy. I think it's somewhat complicated. complicated, is a better word.
0: You are right on it. You are absolutely 100% right on that. Okay. All right. Christy, I think you're up. Yes. We have a couple of updates for you. Chris Bershire, as we had mentioned, uh, is no longer with us, but she's now retired as of last week. And she gets consult I tried <laughs> but after 42 years uh, been elected. Um,
2: so we are actively looking for a replacement for Chris which is a planner two um, and we are still looking for a planner 10 uh, so uh, regarding the master plan starting next week on the 12th The draft plan will be available for
4: public consumption. Uh, So that will be the draft plan will go out for public comment. um, And it will be
2: available until the 22nd. Thank you for all of your comments. Uh, We have addressed or incorporated uh, your comments from the joint session. So thank you. And we'll continue on. If you do have additional comments, please send them to us. Then we will, uh, we are scheduling a joint meeting and it's gonna be a joint public meeting to consider all the public comments. So staff will organize the comments that we get and we will present that to you. It's actually gonna be August 4th, which is a regular um, night for you all. So looking at the scheduling or considering doing an off night and it just wasn't working out with people's availability. So it'll be a regular night, August 4th, for the joint meeting to discuss the master plan. And then we have an adoption meeting scheduled with just the planning commission. Um, And that will be on, again, a regular night and that is August 18th. And then the following meeting will be ratification by the Board of uh, County Commissioners. That will be August 30th. Um, we have several applications that have been scheduled, or Alan is in the process of scheduling. Would you like to go over those? They're
1: not yet. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, at the next hearing, there is going to be a conceptual PUD review for Heritage Park. It's where the, the soccer fields are. They're proposing to develop that. Put houses there, and then the hmm. other one is D and D Recycling. It's the metal recycling on the west end of town. They are requesting a special use permit for their operation,
0: and then they don't actually, have one now, huh? Yeah,
1: what? They don't, they don't have one now. Nope. No. They've been operating without approval since two thousand
0: six. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <sighs> <It's>, Until <laughs> recently. It's not uncommon. Next to the river too. Um, and then other applications that will be scheduled soon include uh removal of the steamboat sand and gravel special use permit, um a gravel permit for and special use permit for an unpermitted operation on Yachty Road
0: 129. And then Um, I, think, I think that's it.
1: But then there will be land delay. They bought the Dallas Island Stagecoach, Snocomo. They bought the high density residential property directly to the east of them. And so they are proposing seven four plexes on that property. And, but since it's uh, right next to the snow property that they gained sketch approval for last year, they're sharing utilities and uh, roads. So that whole thing is going to be coming back in front of you. And, uh,
0: Thunderstruck is knowing that also, uh, which is snowmobile operation. So <laughs> They
2: now want
0: to move to the rainbow pattern. What are they? take that? What is Oh,
2: okay. more Um, it, it's they're just amending their their SCP. they um, they want to um, they have to change their permit boundary to keep off our land.
1: And they want to build a sled a, a sled storage building as well on that property that they just. Okay. Sure. Did you say unpermitted? Yes, yeah. On 129.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and now like, they want
1: The one right, right at the curve. At the curve, it's like halfway up. Yeah. Um on you, the east side. On the what? On the east side, south south
5: south north east side.
1: Yeah. Is ah, ah.
0: that what they call it, huh? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> me. Okay. So
4: those are the highlights, um, and that. that's all we right. have. Christy, just from a timing standpoint, do you anticipate any of these applications will then follow on the
2: joint meeting? We're not going to schedule anything okay. else on the joint meeting. Okay. Uh, we will schedule um, more than likely on the 18th, which okay. is your adoption hearing. Um, the
0: theory would be most of the public comment considerations will be during
2: okay. the joint okay. meeting.
0: Um, so we will probably pay back
1: some, um, like do you even, do we even, are we even obligated to take public comment on an adoption
0: process? You typically do.
1: That's not the same as obligated.
2: Is it? I mean, it's, it,
1: it's a, like, you know, yeah, it, I mean, it's a public hearing, so yeah. yes. Well, I mean, for up, I mean, the point is if all the comments have been in, what would be the point?
2: I mean... You, you're always gonna have somebody at the eleventh hour that's probably gonna come out and say, "I didn't know about
1: that." Yeah, I know that's the answer. It's not, yeah. Yeah. but
2: but the consideration by you all would be, you know, Thank probably you what you're gonna hear is something we've already considered. Would be yeah. my answer, and it's probably gonna sound something like, "Hey, I got a great idea. Have you guys thought about being Pacific? <laughs> and changing? You, you know, having a computer rail." Yeah. Yes, we have, <laughs> and we have either incorporated or not. You know. Um, yeah, that's how do I feel. Are you from the, the joint meeting, the master plan joint meeting with, with the county commissioners? No, because I haven't got any questions or comments on it. I respond. I know. I respond. to you on that. <laughs> yes, I did.
1: I will. We're going to deck Hey motive. ho. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get <laughs> to you. Thanks for asking. Thank you, everybody,
0: for the evening. Yeah. I apologize Thank for you. being on. You want to yes. thank, you, thank, you. thank you everyone. Thank you. By us? <laughs> <Yeah, thank you. laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't say you guys you. Are fine. Did I say you were talking? I think that was fine. Oh, well, that's no. how I said it. I did not wow. I, I was, like, wow, like, do I was like, no, the conversation was the conversation and just the process. I see there will be this I have a mission with a staff that have I ever? No. No, I think, I think that, that's not okay. I like her five minutes, right? That never finished It just on and i don't see You know, it's through this, this, uh, uh, it's it's, through this that's my thought. That's not the <laughs> they have not yet been approved. a <laughs> Yeah, no, they should have
2: been included in this agenda. Yeah, and it, but it, but it's,
0: but those
2: are, no, they don't. It's not like that, though. I mean, it's, it's, it really, the, 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 the process is that I do the minutes. I get them to staff. Staff makes their corrections. Sometimes it takes long time. Sometimes it takes very short time but they don't go to you until all of that's done. Those have been done for
0: a long time and it was just an administrative oversight that they didn't have included.